forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast kicks off a theme month full of vice, depravity, and robots that got thrown in the trash by the mid-90s. You may encounter stooge siblings, Vietnam flashbacks for the whole family, and high-stakes bets about roller coaster air circulation. We go all in on the MGM Grand's defunct theme park, MGM Grand Adventures, on Podcast The Ride, Sin City Nights. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, Sin City Nights. When the sun goes down, the good boys are nowhere to be found. The sinful boys come around, doing sins in sinful town. I'm Scott, there's Mike, there's Jason. Hi. Um, yeah. Ready to sin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, well, yeah, I just want to, you know, yeah, to the day. if any sins you want to confess, uh, look, we will confess, oh, we're going to do the sins, but we are going to confess them as well. Okay, I uh, thought it maybe it's just more, more like a confessional today versus us like sinning. Well, that's look. The sinning is in our future, uh, I suppose, because we're we're on our way to Las Vegas, literally. But now we have landed there, topic wise, and I just want to, you know, like this this sleazy veneer. I think yeah. we can get we can get some stuff out of our system. This is a this is a late night USA early '90s style yeah. version of podcast the ride. Right. We've done a, a location change, presumably for tax breaks. Uh, mm-hmm. and are, are uh, doing it all in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, so so I can, I'm trying to think, like, what what's, what could I confess right away here? I want to just, like, start out in the spirit of this, you know? Las Vegas, like, did I have, like, a blue drink for breakfast or something? Or did I read reread 1995's Danger Girl comic that I've talked about before on the show? <laughs> Where some bosomy ladies solve it, solve some crimes and go on adventures? I... I I'm not sure. I didn't read that today, but I'm trying to think of something like that. Well, you know what? I can recall a time, and I don't remember which trip it's been, but uh, I've gotten a little crazy in Las Vegas. You know, one time the you know the buskers, like the guys, like flipping the cards around, and they'll, oh, they'll, yeah. they'll hand you. They sometimes they'll just force those cards into your hands, and then you'll look at it, and there'll be a, a pretty lady on it. Okay. Who knows oh, where on that the card f- on the card? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then a phone number, and like, do I know what the phone number leads to? No, but my sin is this: I didn't throw the card away. <gasps> I didn't rip it up right then and there and throw that filth oh in the gosh. garbage. I kept it in my pocket, and then uh, maybe glanced at it one more time, and then put it in a hotel trash can. Wow. That's right. We're getting a little crazy here on wow. Sin City Jason, Nights. You want to confess anything naughty right now? I've I've seen those buskers too, but it was uh, 2006, and I think they're pretty much gone from the strip. Now. Is that right? Really? Yeah. They're not that. I remember more of it. Uh, back then, yeah, um, it was the first time I went as a pseudo adult. Yeah, you'd as a walk, not child. Yeah, you'd walk by and they were hitting the cards, hitting like, the cards, sort of, and they had a big yeah. stack of them and they just sort of hold them out and there were like fifty people in like a row, almost like you were on a receiving line of some kind, and yes, they would try to yeah. all throw the little card at you. But you're right. I guess last time I was there, I didn't notice Maybe as much as not that. Yeah, My yeah. memory, well, because a lot of that middle strip, like the 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 Cosmo and Aria and Crystal Shops, a lot of that was just empty space. 
mm, yes. in the in the early 2000s and then eventually these massive projects got built up so mm. everything's built up there's a lot more sky bridges there's a lot more walkways above the road i feel like there's a lot more crossing uh at you know traffic lights on the street level so mm. you want to uh you want to uh, uh confess that you miss these buskers that would give miss, you the numbers of i miss the active construction sites that were going okay, on okay good yeah Nice. I, I mean, look, there's, al- there's always going to be those because as today's topic shows us, things are always uh, done, committed to, lots of money <laughs> spent on them, and then they are fully imploded. We never mind. No, never meant to do mm-hmm. that. Never going to do it again. Yeah. Almost immediately after they were built. Yes. The brutality of Vegas in that way, I think is going to be a theme and it makes it a perfect area for, I'm so excited by the way, to be landing in Vegas for a little while because it does, boy, does it tie into themes that we like. I mean, a, it's a place with big dumb stuff that looks like other stuff. Yes. And B, it is full of, uh, you know, construction catastrophes and barely like badly thought out plans and guys and, you know, so many of the things we've discovered are what we really love over the years of doing the show. It's like a big uh, themed weed. It's just a big out of control weed or a big uh, like a big rat. If rats. OK, if rats could join a rat king with different animals, I don't know. What would you call it? Just an animal king. <laughs> An animal kingdom. Sorry, we're describing like, a, I, it's a it's a rat king, but other rat animals king, are part of it. A bunch of rats too. all get their tails uh, tied together in a big clump. It's called a rat king because they can't get like free from each other. It's a yeah. massive thing, um, but it's this just monstrosity with different gnarling heads and like different sized rats, and it's really uh, unnerving and scary. I'm thinking Vegas is such a like weird like again like a weed a rat king it's just out of control it doesn't things don't fit with each other so where it's, so like a there's like a shark and an anaconda is part yeah. of the rat king it should I, be didn't just know an that, I didn't know they got along with rats I didn't know rats could fuse with the uh, with sharks <laughs> it's just like it's an animal let's call it an animal king that's my new phrase mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh, and it's just yeah it's 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 scary. It's beautiful. It's everything at once. Yeah, it's anything you would want. Vegas is very much. It's the epitome of like themed entertainment, where the theme is all themes at once, like all the architecture theme is too many at themes. once. Yeah, the theme is too many themes. I mean, today is is a, probably the biggest example of the family friendly theme park '90s Vegas. Yeah, that. I think the running theme through this and the other MGM resort, now MGM resorts, but Excalibur and Luxor is like they pumped a lot of money and time and construction into themed entertainment, be that rides or shows or um, outside of casino attractions and within a few years the contempt they had for these things <laughs> which have either what shutting down thinking? scaling back or bulldozing like how many nightclubs will convince you that this place is not for children how many <laughs> yeah. if we build a seventh one will you not think of this place as just a giant miniature golf <laughs> station yeah uh, how, clubhouse. How, how many places can steve aoki be in one night okay <laughs> <laughs> there might be multiple, Steve. That's the big secret of Vegas. We'll reveal Vegas secrets. Secrets. 
Steve, there's multiple Steve Aoki's. There's multiple Steve Aoki's. from yeah. a distance with a wig and <laughs> sunglasses on. Uh, I believe one of, uh, I believe his current endeavor from the last few years, Pizza Aoki is in one of the food halls. Food oh, halls really? Is a maybe an Is a real Pizza Aoki location? Yes, that's right. And uh, I, I um, food hall is one of the current Vegas trends. It just means uh food court <laughs> but, <laughs> but a little bougier not so shit yeah not yeah. Uh, not a, a chain that you started realizing was bad around 1998 <laughs> yeah yeah not a not a nathan's that is slowly decomposing at, if you look at it too hard like yeah are, are all this the anything in the vegas food hall is it owned and operated by a dj or could it be any uh oh <laughs> it helps it helps you get your foot yeah i think it probably helps dj yeah. snake subs or some like um there's gotta there's be. A, i think a chunk of the vegas strip if i've been uh, you know I, I watch a lot of vegas youtubers or news updates and stuff and it seems like a good chunk of the food that isn't guy fieri licensed or owned restaurants is uh buddy velestro uh the cake boss restaurants really oh, cake boss is a lot going yeah, on yeah cake boss there's cake boss cake slice vending machines and i saw <laughs> uh like a youtube short where they're like hey um just a heads up these are not freshly made they are shipped in cardboard boxes from a warehouse in new jersey and they all have a very fine uh film or like a uh, thing of corn syrup on it to make it look fresh oh. so like <laughs> do not <laughs> Maybe Wait, they have a thick coating of corn like, syrup it, on the outside. They look shiny. Yeah, like they're not necessarily the freshest cake slice. In the need way, a little corn shine. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a little need. corn Make that shine. Cake sparkle. In the way that the sprinkles cupcake ATMs, those are kind of fun. They're at a lot of places, but yeah. I think those are like you know they make them. Well, they're right there. They're usually right there. by the place. It's that next makes to them. a sprinkles, and they load it up from the kitchen. Uh, oh, man, we got to get you the cake. We got to try. Have you try this cake with try, the thick corn the, syrups? Let's uh, see if you the, can tell. Yeah, see if you can like pull that film off that corn film. <laughs> it's see, not that's a it right here. It's not a distinguished business like the Hello Kitty Cafe. Mm. Where's the Hello Kitty Cafe? That's in the park in between Park MGM and New York, New York. Really? And there is always a line. Okay. And it's pretty good. We got a slice cake there last year for Jane's birthday. We like ah, the Hello Kitty yeah, but Cafe. Was it covered in corn syrup? Uh, no, it tasted fresh. I had like fresh fruit preserves in it. Okay. Because cor- is the corn syrup also a preservative to keep it fresh when it the could New be. Jersey Yeah, probably. Travel? I think so. That's yeah. probably the idea. Right. Um, well, this is good. We'll get your uh, your treat tips. As with any new location, we need that for uh, actually genuinely helpful for the listener, especially because at this at this point in time, just before we get into the topic, one exciting thing is we land in Las Vegas. It is possible there are people listening to this very episode mm. on the way right. to Las Vegas to attend the podcast, The Ride Big Vegas Groove Blender. Yes. That excites yeah. me. If you're listening to this in your car... Uh, on the drive, uh, honk really loud. <laughs> um, just like, just, just to like, I don't know. I mean, they're not gonna. The other cars aren't gonna know why, but I think it's gonna keep spirits up on the road. Yeah. Uh, um, and if you're in a plane, then you know, just yell really loud. Do a couple Groove like loop de loops as well. 
Oh, I think I was thinking they were you're, flying you're the plane. You were people in a private plane, or in just like a no. I was thinking plane. them in a World War II, like Ernie and Bert, like Ernie and, and, Bert and that Father bird. bird. It's just what I okay. pictured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With aviator goggles. Or uh-huh. if you're in a commercial plane, if you could just knock on the door and be like, "Excuse me, <laughs> would you mind loop doing loop de loop?" I think it'll just help morale, and I'm excited. I'm going because I'm going to this live uh, podcast thing. They're doing a groove blender. Oh, when a groove you, blender. Say no podcast, more. Yeah, podcasts are right. Of course, I'm going as well. That's, says the pilot. That's why I took this shift. I usually uh, fly to Kuala Lumpur. I'm I'm doing Vegas today. <laughs> Fellow Cliffords, we're landing. <laughs> I, I did one. I was not sure if you meant the uh, door to the cockpit, which they love when people like check in, tap on that thing, or if you meant the pressurized like emergency oh, exit doors. Like you're yeah. doing a bit. Start opening hey. all the doors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just keep get spirits up. Start celebrating because do, that's that's what's coming for you. Do we have any pilots in the audience? Do you think there's one person who's in a commercial pilot or even, I guess, a private pilot? Probably, you would think. Statistically, maybe as a hobby. Yeah. Probably a hobby, yes. I'm interested you know? in mostly commercial pilots. I don't know why, but I, for some reason, I can't imagine a commercial pilot listening to this podcast. And I don't know if that's wrong. I don't know why not? I can't, you're right. I don't know why not. But for some reason, they just seem so professional. So they're serious people. And why would they ever listen to frivolity like this? So I blow off steam. They're dignified. Maybe. Good vision. Gotta have yeah. good vision to be a pilot. I'd love it if, if we had like half of the audience be pilots. I'm just saying, I just can't imagine it, but I hope oh, I'm wrong. Oh, if a listener shook our hands when we were boarding like a Southwest flight to Vegas and gave us the little wings, gave us a little sticky. That'd be so good. The we little got the children's little sticky, wings. Yeah, and then we then we could go up in the cockpit if they were a listener. Maybe. Like yeah, a, maybe. Like, like, I'm a Club 3 so, so subscriber. You're allowed up in the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I mean, these people. This, well, this this depends. On, this is a scenario where we're all on a plane together. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> we're on our way to England or something to play Glastonbury. <laughs> play the West End. That's yeah. what this is all. Well, that's that's what the Groove Blender is going to lead to. It's all kind of a, you know, it's a it's a big celebratory show. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, proven that we can do a, you know, we can carry Glastonbury, of course. Yeah, the podcast stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, no, we'll, we, we'll make it up to Maine. We'll get. We to Maine. will lead the audience in a sing along of "Don't Look Back in Anger," like that one clip <laughs> of Oasis playing Glastonbury. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just miles of people yeah. joining in on the chorus. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's you. That's to, we'll teach everyone yeah. just the specific so, words to like you talking Sally about. Sally can wait. Oh, <laughs> oh, you thought it was going to be repeating like the corn syrup sheen preserves the cake slices. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But no, by that point, that will be the new. Don't look back. Okay, man. right. Uh, um, but uh, uh, for folks who are coming to that, so excited to have you. We're really excited for this thing. If you can't be there in person, uh, then it, this episode's coming out July twenty first. The following day, July 22nd, Saturday, July 22nd at 8 p.m., there will be a live stream. Tickets are available for that at thespacelv.com. There'll be a link in the episode notes mm-hmm. of this. Uh, join us for that if you can. I think we can promise some visual components that I think yes. will make it worth Checking yes. out the live stream. Uh, uh, I mean, it's all visual. Like, yeah. You know, like it's the cameras are being used and right. the lights uh, uh, and color will be. But, you know, beyond that, beyond the basics of visual information. Yes. Yeah. And, and we should specifically say this is a true live stream. This is a live 
live stream. It is not necessarily an on-demand one. That's We're true. going to get the it footage. It is not an on-demand. It is. Mm-hmm. It is not an on-demand one. But we will try to, you know, try our best to put get the footage and put it up somewhere down, down the, the line. Yes, but uh, yeah, show doesn't go on because it's ready. Show goes on because it's uh, eight p.m. That's Saturday, yeah, big clock, July twenty-second. We yeah, have we the, got the massive the, clock, the big Danny trip, like studio, so the Matt Alvey clock. Uh, um, yeah. And also, before we go much further, another part of this uh, Sin City Nights, which I'm excited about, Sin City Nights logo, courtesy of the wonderful Aaron Gardner, and the Sin City mm. Nights theme. I assume I haven't heard it yet, courtesy of Mike well, Carlson. Cut it, it if we don't. If you don't have time, no, it'll be. Yeah, it'll be. There's a theme. I've just I've well, I love it. it I, I abandoned one. I abandoned a version of it, oh, and I gosh. redid it today. Oh boy! And I think it's pretty good. Ooh, all right. So, so you're hearing a second draft. Yeah, the hair that's been put into it by Mike. Abandon yeah. the Steve Aoki homage. Went more with a C, uh, Dean Martin angle. You know, no, I abandoned the Elvis homage. Oh, oh yeah. okay. okay. There's like a bad. I just didn't wasn't coming together. But then I saw the logo, which and you because oh, the, 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 the branding play. was the branding was uh, you know sinful and it was so I just it, it got a little. Uh, Got a little sexier, if I'm being okay. honest. You've heard it by now, so you know how sexy it is. Um, oh, but boy. yeah. Oh, now I'm reticent to have complimented it. Maybe. Yeah. What if it's too sexy? Yeah, I don't. It's, it's, it might be on my other computer. And we'll tone it down for next week. Okay, just like you know, yeah, that turned, worked for that week. But we got to look. I know it's since the nights and all, but too sexy. Bring the just lower the decibels. Twenty five percent less know? sex next week, <laughs> as far as the music. That's a logic. One of the settings on logic. logic. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Run it. Run it through the anti. Sexer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now that all haven't been said. Now, of course, you did say that there is the sexy veneer, but of course, today's topic and many of the things we're going to talk about are from <laughs> the family entertainment boom of the nineties. Well, you're the, uh, the we, early 90s. That was the logo. The logo was sturdy, so <laughs> the logo was sort of about the knights. And, we'll try uh, to, yeah, yeah. Look, we'll we'll try to thematically. You know, we'll try to push it. We'll try to do some things that stretch us out of the out of the comfort zone. Uh, but if, but here we go straight into the. The molten <laughs> core of the comfort zone. Uh, uh, when they really did, when Vegas really did a, a uh, for the family theme park. There's themed entertainment stuff always. There, uh, every year there are new iterations of that. There's this Area 15 thing, but there's a distinctly adult flavor to it. Yeah, more catering to that. And this is just this odd alternate universe era where Vegas decided. We're going to try to be for families. And it was seemed as like, it was done as quickly as it started. And boy, was so much money spent on yeah. it. In, and in an era where uh, nobody thought to film it. So there's yes, like, yes, there's yes. such rare, like, like it's so hard to find really good footage of a lot of the, the stuff from this era. Uh, this park included MGM Grand Adventures, the theme park that used to be at the MGM Grand. I thought you, you said something a couple of weeks ago about how there wasn't a ton. And I was like, yeah, but there's got to be a good amount. You're no, you're right. There's nothing, <laughs> barely anything. There's one <laughs> ride through video. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Of the Backlot River Tour. Of the River Tour. Which I, I, yeah. I, looking at it, I was like, well, this seems like it's the, like, main ride. Mm-hmm. And it did not make it to five years. <laughs> like, it no. did not stick around. That's the strangest thing about the history of it. This park, was it, was it roughly a decade? It was around, all told. But then mm-hmm. I didn't know yeah. the history of it where there was just the, the severe 
cut Decline. down yeah. early on. Uh, uh, so this, there was, a, it was a really, it was only two and a half years that the entire thing that they built it's uh, wild was there yeah you know what's crazy too is is that vegas goes in on this like family entertainment it's the sa- basically the same time it's a little after but basically the same time as disney tries to go after adults with pleasure with pleasure, pleasure island, island. yeah sure. and it was like both ways i think each place was like that's not quite what we do is it oh wow, you're right yeah i think that's they both interesting eased off they both uh they're like yeah no way wait just like us with this sultry theme yeah <laughs> We're going to back out of it real quick after a month. Uh, you know? Yeah. Disney's like, no, no, it's families and it's not a bunch of drunk people and teenagers fighting. And Vegas is like, it's gambling and prostitutes. And that's what it is here. Yeah. And good restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what our branding is. What um, uh, uh, what year is uh, National Lampoon's Vegas vacation? 96 or 7? It's later. So it's a little, it's on the later end of this because I, I remember seeing that when I was pretty young on VHS and that vision of Vegas is so dirty. (laughs) Like it is the (laughs) sleaziest, like everything is just seems so grimy and it, it the, the theme park vegas i feel like doesn't really show up in it i don't know you much. got some like bright colors in that though You're yeah the, are you, are the, you, the, the big bright cars they all get at the end i yeah. actually think of that yeah. as kind of a bubbly movie. are you thinking of the end where they go to the like shitty casinos to win the money back I, yeah i think i'm thinking of the shitty like yeah because they start out in like better ones and then the idea is they go to the casino with like guess a hand and stuff Oh yeah, those yeah. are the dirty. Well, yes, the, Rand- yeah. the Randy Quaid casino yeah. with all the novelty games was not real. So, yes. if that That's impacts true. any grime opinions, but Vegas is dirty. Yes, it is. Yeah, but they're you're just saying the nicer. You, think, you think that's almost encounter to? Is that almost you didn't, coming you didn't out of it? I, of the, I think the the you know obviously the footage is is a lower quality, standard def quality, but I feel like the. You know, now it's so many, so much LED lights and lasers and all. And at the, at the time in the 90s and before that, it was just like popcorn bulbs and cigarette smoke. Sure, sure. You know? Yeah. You, you're, you're also saying like, it's like, I do think it's probably like nicer now than it was. Yeah. It almost makes more sense now for there to be a, a little bit more theme park presence than there was maybe in the 90s. Yeah. And I think there is slowly starting to be, again, kind of more aimed at adults. But um, like nine, there's less 99 cent shrimp cocktails now. Uh, and there's a lot more, you know... Um, Celebrity chef kind of restaurant. Jesus celebrity so chef. So mad he missed out on that the ninety nine cents. I don't eat shrimp. I don't eat shrimp. So uh, well, what? Are any other kind? You got chicken cocktail. Oh, I love a big crab. I love a crab cocktail. Just lump crab meat and liver cocktails sausage on. cocktail. <laughs> sure, <laughs> liver worst. Um, and a bunch of ice. Yeah, mm. icy liver sausage, please. I see. I hear what you're saying, though, that it's almost like that. You know, now it feels like they've kind of like weaved the the gradient, where like if more family stuff started showing up, it would make a little more sense. Yes, it's almost, it almost seems like such a hard pivot for it being still sort of a grimy and, and smaller yeah. Vegas and more cigarette-y Vegas for sure. It does feel like. Like, what else could have triggered this but the, like, Disney decade peak Eisner? Right. Disney, I mean, obviously, Disney World inspired a lot of theme parks and travel destinations across the country and world. But that Eisner era 
of uh, Disney MGM Studios, like it becoming a, you know, three park and so many hotels and so much stuff to do. It seems like there was such a boom at the end of the eighties that it must have inspired this, right? To some extent. And also I'm sure just the idea of market share. Oh, you know what we could do is Mm -hmm. like what we could get into this other thing. I mean, Disney is the bit, maybe the best example of it in the nineties of like, yeah, we can, own a hockey team as well. Oh, maybe we do this. And then, and then we were talking about on that Marriott, uh, no, in that Marriott episode, uh, Great America episode, we yeah. got a hot- hotel theme park makes sense. Sure. So they were probably like, yeah, they saw Universal Orlando. They saw all of it. And they were like, you know what? We got hotels. Let's just put some fucking rides back there. <laughs> well, and then simultaneously, the hotels are just getting bigger. There's an arms race to build more and more elaborate hotels. I think the yeah. Mirage is the one that people... I mean, obviously, Caesar's Palace, uh, long time themed and has just kind of constantly grown and grown. Like, yeah, yeah, really. There's so many towers there now. Um, but the Mirage opens in the 80s. It opens with the vol- the big free volcano show. It's got all the gold front. And then the, the MGM Grand, this MGM Grand, the original MGM Grand is now was Bally's is now Horseshoe. Horseshoe, is that yeah. weird? Uh, that is home to one of the largest skyscraper fires in American history. 87 yeah. people died uh, due to faulty wiring, I think, in the food court deli, Jesus I heard. Christ. So, but So then at the end of 93, that's when there, if you've seen, there's a commercial with a weird CGI lion. The giant lion. The giant jo- lion. Stomping down the it's street. It's really something. Which then, like, that's very, speaking of your rat king, your animal king yeah. thing, that the lion, like, plants <laughs> on the strip and then, like, forms the hotel towers right. out of its body. Is, the, okay, I hate, this is related. Is that Louie? Oh, um, is, I, well, is every I don't know. MGM lion named Louie? Is my question. <sighs> no, because the okay, what is this breakdown? Um, right. Because this is I did come across this. I think the one that we know from the in the circle in the logo, yeah, uh, is Leo. Okay. But the yes. theme park one in the suit is Louie. Okay, so is that King was King Louie. Is King Louie. Yeah. I'm so, sorry I didn't give him his title. So that was Leo walking down the street CGI Leo maybe? I'm going to say so because he's not like a silly cartoon lion. Right. I know I, he looks I, believe me, I know he looks different. I'm just trying to figure out if they if maybe the hotel lion is different than the movie lion maybe. I don't think so. I think there was the confusion if you're on the MGM Grand property. Uh-huh. It's in some places you are seeing Leo the lion, but as soon as you get to the theme park area, it is Louie the lion. Okay, so Leo is like the maybe harder nose brother of Louie, probably related. Um, yeah, more, I, well, it's like, you know, it's like people grow up in different parts of the country and live very different lives. It's like when you, when one grows up mm. in, <laughs> like, on, uh, on the Serengeti and one grows up in Toontown, <laughs> yeah. they are related. Yes. Uh-huh. It's okay. a country mouse, city mouse sort of scenario. Yeah, got it. Got it. So okay. Leo's a little more rough and tumble. Understood. I got uh, it that's now. why he yeah. roars in the logo and doesn't say, hello, you're right. about to see a movie. <laughs> um, so... This this happens because of well, I mean so the the theme park opens up alongside the MGM Grand in '93. They all opens on the same day, December eighteenth, '93, and 
it's all at the hands of the then owner of the MGM brand who bought and sold it several times, I think, Kirk Kerkorian. Um, he, Kirk Kerkorian built the MGM Grand that you mentioned, the one with the fire. Uh, and before that, he built the International Hotel, uh, the Elvis Hotel, later Hilton, later Westgate. Uh, and all three of those, upon their construction, were the biggest hotel in Las Vegas. Mm. So this guy mm-hmm. built the biggest hotel in Vegas three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point in time, Kirk Krikorian, the richest man in California. Um, <laughs> therefore, the, at least, I don't know, what, what, these are different stats, but at one point he's number one in Los Angeles. Obviously, it'd have to be. Uh, he's number one in Los Angeles. Number two is Sumner Redstone. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this is probably 1990s numbers, so... This or two thousand still. I mean, I think this guy oh, loaded. Yeah. Into, I believe he's passed away now. I wonder what those numbers are. Um, yeah, uh, not enough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking Alamody, goddamn bitches, we be. Sumner probably hated him for being number one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Ah, I'm so mad. I, I, I'm so mad. I need a toast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Urgh, oh no! <laughs> I soiled myself. Somebody change, change my, my, change my change diaper. It. Somebody change it. I, I'll give you five grand to change my diaper. <laughs> ah, this is why I lose so much money to Krikorian. His bowels work. <laughs> he changes his own diaper. <laughs> Ultimately, that's why Kirk's on top. I gotta hand it to him. Someday his bowels will fail. <laughs> um, but so, I don't really know the deal with Kirk Kerkorian, to be honest. I'm gonna guess that there are some guy adjacent qualities, because how can you be that? How can you be the richest man in California without that? It's yeah. Um, but there is like bombast from this guy. This again, this being his third attempt at the biggest hotel. So he's got to go so much bigger. It is like the, it is the biggest casino when mm-hmm. it gets built. So he, he wants to stack up numbers. And I probably as part of that too, he wants stuff to do. What are things that no mm-hmm. hotel has done yet? And I yeah. bet that's where the theme park thing comes from. It's possible, by the way, I guess it was this trend. We act as if Vegas, like, you know, as if the mayor of Vegas decided we should court families. It was probably a lot of people like, kind of separately having the idea, like forming this little, and like copying each other to yeah. some extent. Um, so maybe it is, Jay-Z, you brought up Steve Wynn and, and Mirage and we're getting a little theme parky now. Yeah. Maybe that this must be Kerkorian trying to like, step it up well let's actually have disneyland then yeah i he and then the the mgm ground we know now the big green building i saw a video about the history of that area and you know uh there used to be the i think it was the tropicana yacht club around there it's a golf course a golf course and then krikorian builds a, a, a hotel called the marina hotel which it's unclear I don't think there's any marinas around, uh, but it probably had its own, like the Disneyland Hotel used to. It probably I, had a maybe. little, like a little water zone. But that eventually gets absorbed into the massive MGM Grand. Like as they're building the MGM Grand, that kind of gets absorbed in. Uh, I it's believe still there. The, I didn't realize that, still that one of the buildings was this marina. The hotel. West Wing, the West Tower, which I've I've always heard. Um, uh, uh, it, it, you know, if you read about reviews of the MGM Grand, every I think, I think all the rooms have been updated at this point. But for a long time, the reviews was like, "Do not stay in the West Town. You wow. don't want to be in there because that building is 
decades and decades and decades old. <laughs> much, much older yeah. than the other. Uh, uh, yeah, so he's, this is like, he's building this sprawling complex and, you know, it wants to get in this theme park zone that nobody else has done. But a, a wall is hit, and I didn't know any of this history, that there there is Disney involvement and Eisner involvement mm-hmm. in this. Because if you're hearing that there was an MGM theme park, you might be thinking of the other MGM theme park, mm-hmm. Disney MGM Studios. And obviously, they had to work out a deal with MGM to get that library and to get all the characters in the, uh, the great movie ride and, and all the clips and, and what have you. But I guess they didn't know... <laughs> The extent of it, they were like, like the park. Yes, use our clips, use our characters, whatever. But as soon as they Disney started saying, "Come film movies here at Disney MGM mm. Studios," they viewed that as a breach of the contract or an overstep. That like, wait, but we're your competitor. Right. We're not your competitor as far as theme parks go. But you can't tell people come film at MGM Studios, and that's not us, right? Yes. Yeah, I, so, I think a, a licensing. Yeah, that, that was viewed as like beyond what they had agreed to. I should know this, but is that the reason why there was the whole thing with the having icon having to be like the Chinese theater to be covered up for years? I don't know. Was that? But is that true? Is that like? Was there an actual need to block? Because it's you know they don't own the uh, Chinese theater. No, I know that's always what I heard, and I realize I've never looked into exactly what it was. That, that might I, be a cool I, to I, look it up. I think that's more due to the ownership of the Chinese theater, not MGM. Yeah. Do they lose that for a minute, or is or are we overthinking? What did they just decide to build a big stupid hat? The hat was there longer the than long. the other stupid things. Than the <laughs> yes, big one, yeah. much longer. But I think there was a reason for it. But I just I'm trying to remember what it was. Yeah, yeah. And I should, mean, I don't it's think some. Le- I I always heard. Yeah, it was some Byzantine legalese. You know, um, I think the. The eventual name change to Hollywood Studios, I think, was the end end of a licensing agreement. And then the great movie ride, the last few years that it kind of limped along. It's always running well, but in terms of, like, who is funded, like, they Turner Classic Movies stepped in and, like, had some, you know, some of their hosts in there and, I think, covered some of the bill. Mm-hmm. Zaslav asked bit. if he could uh, uh, fire all the robots in the ride and then tell him, no, we don't have anything <laughs> to do with that anymore. Personally. We don't. Yes. Can you, <laughs> will you send in Gene Kelly? Can I please personally fire animatronic Gene Kelly? <laughs> um, sorry, sir. No, we lost that a long time ago. That's a, that's a new sure ride. he's not in the Batgirl movie. He sure he didn't get tossed out already. <laughs> Go find him. He's around mm-hmm. somewhere. Uh, um, so b- basically, uh, they uh, they sue Disney to try to get out of all this. Eisner talks about this in his book, and he says they had no grounds for any of this. They just suddenly look. He actually he blames this guy Kerkorian. Apparently, Kerkorian didn't know. He didn't know there was Disney MGM Studios. <laughs> like lower people just kind of did it. Yeah. Maybe he was vaguely aware. Right. And then once he gets the idea to build a theme park, they're like, "Well, there is. We already made a theme park deal. What? What do you mean we made a theme? Yeah, that Disney thing. Ah, shit. So Eisner." views it as they just suddenly started claiming all this stuff to get out of an agreement that they just didn't like 
So no. Disney countersued. Right. So early 90s, there's a, a volley of back and forth lawsuits between Disney and MGM. Immediately after, the park isn't open for like six months. before We're all like happy kids going to Disney MGM Studios, and those entities are suing each other immediately. <laughs> and so the other, so Disney says, well, if you're going to bug us about this, you what do you mean you're building an MGM theme park right we own your theme park rights you can't do that a judge had to parse all of this and it was but he basically said you're both right you can't have the name on the studio that's not good mm. but and they get to uh wait how is disney right i think like everybody can have your theme parks and you get to keep MGM in their theme park. You guys can build your Vegas park, but it can't be a behind-the-scenes-of-movies theme mm. park. And they're like, yeah, sure, okay, that's fine. That's not exactly what we were going to do. Hurry up, change it all. Like, this to me, the and the, we'll get into the park and the seemingly the weirdness of the park, <laughs> but I think they got caught. I think, like... Fuck, fuck, fuck. We have to think of a new what this park is now. Right. Because we can build it. We just can't do what we <laughs> foolishly right. let Disney take our name for. But then they also kind of did do a little behind the scenes. Yes, the there is that. The ride that you mentioned. But it's like weird. It's not. It's, there's not a tram. So maybe right. that. And you're not. You're certainly not seeing any actual movies being filmed maybe they determined this is like exactly the line <laughs> or they never had the rights to do it and disney threatened to sue again and they're like fine closing it we're building a pool fuck a that pool that convention gone. center huzzah <laughs> <laughs> that's what we wanted to do anyways don't worry about it we never wanted this ride um you know while we're talking about actual movie based ride can we just briefly touch on the document i sent you guys Sure. That uh, oh, yeah, so yeah. a listener gave us this a, a year or two ago. Yeah, uh, they work in a, they they were they work in a, a an entertainment library or archive here in Hollywood, and this is a fascinating document because I mean just the title. Uh, this is R and R Creative Amusement Designs, who have worked on a lot of rides, a lot of parks, and uh, you know worked on this uh, park. But the title of this document, Apocalypse Now, MGM Grand Theme Park Ride Concept Storyline, and it's dated October 22nd, 1991. You all know Apocalypse Now, the... Uh, the rip-rollicking good time the at the cinema? The good time about the insanity and violence of uh, the Vietnam War and war in general. I've always wanted to, I wasn't wanted to be in the movie. It sounds so, so much fun. Uh, it does sound fun. Yeah, the movie about the insanity of war that almost drove everyone who worked on it insane universal says ride the movies and then i get to universal and yeah. my favorite the only movie i want to ride is nowhere to be found yeah i don't get to see kurtz and the mm -hmm. what's martin sheen's name um, willard willard and they were gonna solve this they were gonna so this is this is what i'm saying that like yeah i think there was a point this is pre the lawsuit right so i I think there was a time where they were maybe exploring real movie properties that we're going to do exactly what Universal and Disney MGM yeah. are doing. And then they just kind of cheap out and genericify all of it. But yes, there is this this incredible document. It's so many pages long. What a, what a discovery. And it's... Um, yeah, I the first couple of paragraphs with the details of uh, entering the queue line dock building... 
The guests are surrounded by various video screens. An edited version of Hearts of Darkness is playing, which also includes Mr. Coppola welcoming the riders to the MGM Studio theme park and the Apocalypse Now ride. <laughs> Hearts, Hearts of Darkness is the uh, documentary about the horror show that was making this movie. Yeah. 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 So, you know... <laughs> You want to, yeah. you'd, you'd, you'd want to show, uh, you'd want to show overnight in the line for the, uh, the boon, <laughs> boondock saints, ride it experience. Um, mm-hmm. you want to see, why not? Words and all boondock think, saints, veritas. <laughs> I, uh, that's really strange. And what, a you know, I know that there's blue skying. I know that you, yeah. you, you know, you, you aim for the fences, but the, Notion of Francis Ford Coppola saying hello, and on behalf of everyone here in Hollywood, <laughs> welcome to the MGM Studio theme park. I know he did Captain EO, but I don't mm-hmm. know that it necessarily uh, wet his appetite for more theme no. park involvement. Yeah, George was a theme park guy. George mm-hmm. was a theme park guy. Hi, I'm Francis Ford Coppola. I'm here on the set of Dracula. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, Gary Oldman. I'm here on the set of Jack. I uh, <laughs> taking time out of my schedule to. Uh, introduce you to i'm just at my winery trying new blends for our exciting new endeavor <laughs> coppola wineries i i mean that's the right move to get him to intro it would have been great to see a lazy intro from him oh yeah oh, man. i mean imagine how this would be such this would be like we, we yeah. talk about this in every fourth episode if there is was there, some is yeah sorry i cut coppola you off. video yeah yeah is there a crazier movie that has been made into a ride like this like mm. in one that's because obviously like Jaws is a scary movie. Isn't there a scary uh, movie in Europe? Didn't we talk about a? It's not crazier, but isn't there an attraction based on U five seven one? Kind of a <laughs> that's, that's right. fairly right. serious. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty serious. But uh, yeah, the 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 real war component of it. There's no Three Kings ride. No Three Kings ride. No Saving Private Ryan Hurt adventure. Locker. Get in it. <laughs> climb into your luck ever guess climb aboard a locker which will magically take flight mm-hmm. yeah steven spielberg yeah he some of his more serious movies have not made it into the universal no, there's no martin scores there's no good fellas ride it out well <laughs> that no that guy hates driver. theme park rides as we know so he wouldn't want to have <laughs> a raging bull experience you um, know uh, but the the other thing about this document is it, it, it only tangentially touches on Apocalypse Now. There's a couple moments where like a, vo- uh, a sound cue mm. of Martin Sheen goes like, you better get back here on One Piece. And then later parts of it... <laughs> don't die in the real war. Don't die. <laughs> uh, later parts of it essentially do get built for the Backlot River Tour. Yeah. Uh, including some of the most notable parts of this ride, uh, which mostly involve various sizes of guns being pointed directly at guests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Well, it's Apocalypse Now. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because there is a helicopter with like a gunner, with like an animatronic gunner, like shooting at your boat in the Backlot River Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know? 
There's, I think what's weird as you go through this document too, I mean, first of all, clue right there, MGM studio theme park. That's exactly it. Disney called their bluff and they had to do grand adventures. It is now it's a place where you can go anywhere. It's not about movie making, but then like the dial, this is what's really weird is that it's back and forth between Martin Sheen in character. This is Captain Willard to PBR excursion patrol boat. Come in. And then before that, welcome to the apocalypse now river tour. Well, we will show you how effects from that film and others are used to create movie magic. Uh-huh. <laughs> the most rote theme park behind the scenes movie shit. But about like the most like films yeah. are usually uh, shot over the period over the course of two years and mm. typically drive everyone involved mad. There's a little taste of that today. The, the behind the scenes stress of the film usually uh, exactly mirrors what's going on with the characters and becomes a <laughs> metaphor, in fact, for mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> the story being told. The um. Uh, uh, there is a fake temple sequence for a fake movie called Temple of Gloom. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Temple made of Gloom, it into yeah. the ride. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Well, let's, okay, so that, right, you know, and then we, you know, we can talk about kind of like broader stuff about the park, but it's like, it is essentially... I don't know. Well, that's look. It's it's messy, right? I think they they had to scramble. What is this now? So there's types of rides that we all know. It's log flumes and rapids, mm-hmm. and those don't particularly have anything to do with movies or, or MGM. And probably the only one that gets built that does is this Backlot River Tour, mm-hmm. uh, which is this. So yeah, clearly it was like a rewrite from Apocalypse Now, a eh? because they didn't get the rights to that or to anything it's all generic yeah so they have to like just like come up with the kinds of (laughs) names that movies would have uh it's so so like again it's it's the most strange mishmash because it's like it's a ride vehicle that's a lot like jaws yeah universal i saw a couple videos say these are the jaws boats from the first fucked up for because r and r creative amusement designs as they were called at the time built was involved in building the original shitty version that the other company had to come in and fix wow wow so then the boats were sold to mgm grand (laughs) these are the shitty boats boats? yeah so i i am aboard the shitty was trying to find more sources that say but i I saw a couple videos that said that and it did kind of seem right to the point where one of the one of the bits of dialogue in this the pitch document for the early version of this ride just says 
This has never happened before. Stay calm and I'll get us out of here. And I don't know if that's verbatim from one of the versions of the Jaws ride, but it does seem like it, right? Like, Well, I mean, it, sure, but it also seems like a line that's in every theme park ride yes, ever yes. made. <laughs> hey, tight, everybody. Whoa, there's real people in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's on every yeah, the Jungle Cruise to uh, <laughs> the, the New Minions ride, actually, probably. And then it was the strangest thing. We, the guests, went from being in peril to being the ones who saved the day ourselves <laughs> yeah weird it's funny how that happened uh uh our heroism so uh uh so it's yes you climb aboard shitty jaws boats and you go along a river where there's a wisecracking captain mm. and you but you in this case you see places where movies are filmed but why are movies being filmed along a river why are there five separate productions all right next to each other? All yeah. of very different genres. It seems to me that the river would only get in the way of camera positions and equipment. It would make it all much more of a mess. Mm-hmm. I, I don't agree. think this is a real backlog. I yeah. agree with you. It seems impractical to do a set of productions like this. Yeah. Also, at the loading dock, there was some crates or like the shooting schedule sign was labeled MGM Movie World. And I was like, that's not the name of this park. Another one? <laughs> yeah. They keep... <laughs> they like, The company got the prop done early. Like, can, mm-hmm. you, can you revise that? No. On to the next one. Pay us more, please. $10 and we'll write... Nope, we don't have $10. We barely want to do this park to begin with. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, so, yeah, you get your little board of what's being filmed here. R- River Trader. Swamp Creature. <laughs> Ironclad, Temple of Gloom, Jungle Storm. So you ride by all these scenes and they all kind of represent different genres. The one that stands out a lot to me, as soon as the first time it ever occurred to me to do YouTube digging of this park, and I found the one home movie ride through of it, is definitely it, what really stands out is uh, oh, it was just a normal place, you know, nothing too uh, crazy going on. And a big monster bursts oh, yeah. out that is like a pseudo creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. yeah. But that's just the like saddest, <laughs> most teetery guy. Yeah. Most, you would only be, you're startled by just that something's happening. It's not the monster itself. Right. So give him credit, I guess, for, you know, making a big sound. But once you have eyes on it. He's pretty dopey. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It is. It looks funny. It looks like it. Like the still picture of it looks like it was like a joke or something. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it was not meant. I mean, I guess they weren't thinking it was deadly serious or anything. I'm just saying, for like a movie, you would want it to be like a scary monster. It's kind I of a it's kind yeah. of a Home Depot Halloween decoration. Yeah, yeah. Yes. some of those are scary. Some of those are some a little bit. Are scary. Some of those are scary. Yeah, yeah. Increasingly, it, but very much an off-brand. Like off-brand Doc Brown, this is off-brand, you know, Everything. creature. Off-brand yeah. monsters, mm-hmm. off-brand uh, productions. Is that, that presumably is Swamp Creature. There's one that is like, it seems, I think it's like the Civil War. So we get two real wars yes. represented in this one attraction. There's one indoor scene. You go into kind of a temple and the creature, like a, like a stone guy comes to life. He's and, all right. That's okay. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. I don't know. That might be my favorite part of it is the stone man. I mean, I also, here I am like snarking on it, of course, but I think if I, well, I did, there's a, I haven't said this. I went, I went, You've I was been in there. Yes. Okay. I was there, I think in 94, I believe. And I have fond memories of it. 
Um, I think I did do, I must have done this ride. Um, yeah. and I think I was scared of the swamp creature well, yeah. then. And I think I, I did been. find this very cool. This like <laughs> miniature version of the universal tour, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, um, I, seeing all the pictures of it and seeing it presented in this way, it does look like absolute shit across the board. The whole, the whole park looks park. bad. Yeah, everything yeah. looks like I, it, the money they've said they spent. It seems like a complete waste of that much money in the nineties. <laughs> everything else that like open this, I would make sense looking at some of those photos to go. Oh, this was open in nineteen seventy two, and they like added some things to it. Oh sure, but you see it like oh, this opened in the nineties. This sucks. This looks like it's, it was complete shit. Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. Like you would cut it some slack if it had been there forever, but for a brand new like glistening. Park yeah. in 93. Um, there's this one photo. I, I These don't do the listeners much good, but let me show you guys this. Um, there, there's Look at this. This is like, um, this is a postcard yeah. of the park. And it is rendered like any concept art you'd see in the yeah. early 90s of well, any of the Universal Parks, where it is like, sprawling and glowy there is a glow on Mm -hmm. everything and there's you know a giant helicopter coming out of an explosion over in that backlot river it looks just like you know the miami vice thing and there's fireworks going on like i mean this photo is so exciting oh yeah and dynamic and and were it this i mean this i want to go to this park very badly but you see it in the light of day and it's just like like here's here's an actual shot of the park and this is a corner of like the new york (laughs) street is what it is yeah and i think a a lot of it just the atmosphere wise it's it seems like it's it's like an ai of a theme park it's like an almost there well you're right you did like take some theme park locales and kind of put them in a blender and that Mm -hmm. is sort of what a theme park looks like what i'm showing you guys right now does that specifically resemble anywhere that you can recall (laughs) (laughs) uh no i i think it looks exactly like the the kind of the corner where the parade returns in town square okay yeah main street you're right you know yeah. like like the, the corner where the lincoln theater is mm-hmm. but just like all rendered a little bit worse yes it's not and and again i i would go as with all of these things you got to pin it on um amount of money spent space because it was small it was like 33 acres i believe 33 acres which yes. is small less than half of california adventure today mm. Um, and that's, you know, a park that was uh, deemed too small when it opened. Right. It actually, I think there's a lot of overlap with California Adventure, the way it opened, where it's part of a big billion dollar enterprise. Like this company is going to build a ton of stuff mm-hmm. and some of the space and some of the money are going to a theme park. <laughs> How much? Uh, enough. It's mm-hmm. enough. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But where it feels a little bit like, like an afterthought, it's, yeah. a, li- it's a little too small. Uh, uh, things aren't done, you know, quite to the present value. Yeah. You, the, you'd want. the numbers, the expedition theme park video had a really good, uh, list of numbers of like, DC when DC I I guess when DC started that was 55 acres MGM Grand Adventures 33 acres to put in perspective with the movie theme park 
Universal Studios Florida, the original Universal Studios Florida Park, 125 acres. Mm. Wow. Wow. That is crazy. Jeez. So a a quarter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then when MGM uh, Grand Adventures gets cut down, it gets cut by 40% (laughs) down to 18.8 acres. 96, almost immediately. Uh, uh, It's it's crazy. Um, And 33 acres in Las Vegas is incredible. That's a huge amount of space that they have, like, done giant things with. Of course. But in theme park world, oh, my God, the standard is so high. How much space you really need to do something that really matters. Um, Let me talk about my experience there a little bit i have very fond memories of it definitely i was trying to remember what to like i asked my parents about it and the only thing i just remember at the time i remember like as a kid the the big theme of the of the visit just being like oh my god the walking god you walk a mile (laughs) through the play you get lost down there and it is true. It is like all the way at the end of a mm-hmm. really massive. It's you're all the way through the casino and then all the way through a very long row of mm-hmm. giant restaurants. It's what now is the path to the pool. If you've ever stayed there, right. which is very, very long. Indeed. I mean, not I think now that I've stayed there a bunch, I'm like, Dad, cool. It wasn't. Come on. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but they, it's big. But uh, not knowing. Yeah. Walk back. yeah. Not knowing where. Where you're going oftentimes makes everything feel longer. That adds, yeah, that's yeah. everywhere. That's everywhere. That's a Six Flags. That's a casino. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that's the idea in the casinos. Yes. is to get lost, but then it maybe shouldn't be the idea. And I, I, that's the idea to Six Flags too. Is that you get lost and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hopefully you end up spending another six hours there. <laughs> then you get so frustrated that I mean, it's what almost happened to me at uh, Great America. Right, I almost went in for the the fast lane. Thing yeah, just that's like I've been wandering around. I just want to get on a ride. How much is this thing? That's <laughs> nah, still too much. Never mind. Crap. Um, works on some people. I mean, I think you can get a scope of the full property if you look at it now. If you look at the satellite views now, the MGM Grand Hotel is very large. The convention center and the like seventy thousand seat arena is large. The pool complex is large, and then there's also a Top Golf. And then the signature at MGM Grand, which is a series of condo towers. Is there yeah. I, I, uh, uh, the MGM Grand? Is that what you're talking? Arena? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, yeah, the a MGM place? Grand Arena. Because that one's like yeah. sixteen thousand. It's not seventy. Sixteen thousand. Oh, okay. so seventy thousand is a lot. Well, I just didn't know if you if you're, there's a different <laughs> oh, one. I wasn't no, thinking no, about. no. Because I've seen wrestling. The place there. we yeah, there's wrestling shows. A lot yeah. of boxing. I feel like yeah, happens yeah. there. I yeah. just didn't know if there's a second place. I wasn't trying to shame you. No, no, that's okay. Often, that's on, the show, often on this show, I am trying to shame you, oh, but yeah, not in this yeah. instance, yeah. I was not trying no, to. No, I was just, I was pulling off the dome. I was yeah, trying no, to remember. Yeah, no, it's okay. I just wanted to make sure we were talking about the same thing. I was thing. pretty impressed. Was, wait, wait were you also pulling off the dome, Mike? Or did you look it up? I thought that it was under 20,000 and I looked it up. Okay. So okay. I, conf- I, I, it was off the dome, but I confirmed it off the dome before. <laughs> your gut was off the dome. It was, you were yes. going off the dome of your gut. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. <laughs> um, I, okay. So tons of walking. It's massive. That's the thing. And then I asked my mom 
for memories of it and all she could I think she was like the rides were were fairly nondescript and I probably skipped a bunch because I was still pretty little and I only started going on theme park rides uh, while I've known you guys that's right uh, uh, yeah I mean uh, you know uh, the good high ones. octane theme parks yeah yeah uh, which they still did not have very much of kind of I guess a weird <laughs> let's build a family park without lots to do for little kids um, so my, the only thing my mom really remembered was the the opening, the, like the, like the cutting of the ribbon in the morning, mm. uh, she said, was a surprisingly grand ordeal. Mm. It was a it was a big old thing, and just waves of characters kept coming out. <laughs> so many really? characters. She was shocked by the amount of characters, and it is sort of true if you if you get into it. And I like okay, I missed this part. You've seen Louie, yeah. Uh, but here's a photo from my uh, family uh, that my mom took of Louie. Mm-hmm. Um, any feelings about Louie? I mean, he's very, uh, he's he's in the theme park host mode that yeah. we're familiar with, with Mickey. He's a tux guy, and that's what lets you know he's in charge. He seems more wholesome than characters around that time. Like we've said before, mascot characters oftentimes, like a Chuck E. Cheese, you know, it feels like kind of, they're like, that. they present them as the owner and they're a little shady. Yeah. But he does seem a little more... I don't know, pure of heart. Well, in theory, heart. he is a king. Does he have a crown on? He does have a crown. Okay, so he's so technically king the Louis king. He's a benevolent a, king. A king in a tuxedo. Right. <laughs> that, that is a funny blend now that I think yeah. of it. I don't know if I've ever seen it out in the world. A real king in a tuxedo. In a tux. Yeah. Usually in something kind of fancier than a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe in the Princess Diaries, the royalty. That's like royalty in modern times. King, yeah, Charles I, wears a tuxedo, right? King yeah. Charles. But even then, you, but you still got kind of like, you know. It's not like that. Tux. Doodads. Uh, uh, yeah. Honors. Pins. Right. Uh, you know, the Southwest Airline uh, uh, wings. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Here's Well, here's a cartoon of him. This is from a map or something. And he looks, I like him. I'm not, I'm not creeped out by Louie. Yeah, like and Louis. that doesn't seem like much of a bar, but, you know, there's a lot. We all know there's a lot of creepy theme park characters yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. I like him, yeah. And I like him here where he's holding a giant pocket watch with his own face in the uh, in the face of the clock. Mm-hmm. I think the king might be like a nickname and it's like a Jughead kind of crown going that on. That could be it. Hmm. Yeah. He's, he's like, like he's a hipster. King of entertainment. <laughs> he's a hipster that wears a suit I- ironically or a tuxedo ironically. Yeah. He's sort of... <laughs> Louis was the king. Louis was the original hipster. That's right. Yeah. Uh, do, now, you have, do you have the names of some of the other characters? I don't. They're pretty funny. Let's hear them. Uh, Louis Jr.? <laughs> Oh, I think that's I a miss kid Louis, lion. I miss Louis Jr. Oh, congrats on the. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have congratulated Louis on on his prince sooner. Oh my gosh, he is a kid. I think. Does he have one kid? Well, yeah, uh, and then I think there is a lady lion named Lucy. Okay, I thought I heard. Is that his lady friend? I'm assuming they're a family that they're an item. Okay, I found Louis Jr. gaming token from 1993. Okay. Oh, so was right. Louis Jr. was on money? Was on like their currency essentially? Their arcade tokens? Yeah. Kids are going to love him. Kids yeah, are going to want it. some Louis Jr. to take home. Aw, is Louis Jr. cute? Maybe he's cute. Yeah, I think cute. he's cute. It's kind of a weird drawing and I'm. it's hard to see on a back of a token. It's here. I just found the mythology. It is uh, Louis Jr. is Louis and Lucy's kid but louie and lucy are siblings <laughs> doesn't well, say that's the that. official really? that was yeah, no, yeah it was in the guide map yeah they that. wrote it 
Yep. <laughs> right next to, here's where the bathrooms are, here's first aid, and just so you know, Louie and Lucy are siblings. <laughs> mm, that's the sort of horror that you would expect in like Apocalypse Now or something. Uh, <laughs> a lot of incest yeah, going on in Apocalypse, in apocalypse. <laughs> That's what there, the horror referred a, to? There's a lot of... A, he had to have a, sex with his sister? Obscene stuff. There's a lot of unnerving stuff in mm. Apocalypse Now. That's what that must have been in the that, longer that, cut. That reminds me how I... It's I, in the French plantation scene in Apocalypse Now. Oh, okay. Oh, in the background, some brothers and sisters yeah, are doing yeah. it? <laughs> that, that, that reminds me how... I think, like, look, their little treatment for the Apocalypse Now ride seemed pretty good, but I, th- what it could have used is, because you're looking, I, there's no Kurtz, there's no, you're looking for Kurtz, yeah. it's the point of the movie, so that's, just, so at the at the end, it should be a big, a 30 foot tall <laughs> animatronic Kurtz, like oh, Kurtz, yeah, Kurtz yeah. is King Kong, yeah. and he rocks your boat back and, <laughs> and forth. And he says, the horror, the horror, and everyone cheers <laughs> as he said the line. Uh, He's like the Yeti on Everest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Okay, yeah. And then he gives a giant Larry King a big kiss on the mouth (laughs) (laughs) to the boat. (laughs) He kisses. Yeah, okay. He kisses your boat as if I'm gonna kiss you like you, Larry King. (laughs) It's the only thing that I remember about the last twenty years of Marlon Brando. Sure. I mean, it's at the forefront of most of our minds, or our our minds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also the thing I, the other one I love about him is when there was that Michael Jackson tribute concert before nine uh, eleven. That like like all the biggest stars are on this thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's insane. Who's there's Liza Minnelli and Diana Ross and Whitney Houston and In Sync and Britney. But then Michael's friends, all these actors, they got to come be part of it too. So Elizabeth Taylor has to mm-hmm. talk mildly incoherently, and then Marlon Brando has to talk really incoherently. Mm-hmm. So he they just roll out. This is just suddenly a couch on the stage, <laughs> and he's sitting there in sunglasses, and he starts just muttering. And most of you don't know what the muttering is, and the only part anybody can make i was like they're, they're, you know they're killing uh they're chopping up kids with machetes <laughs> where <laughs> who is <laughs> any specifics on that marlin <laughs> can you put are you done can you bring out usher now please <laughs> <laughs> i whatever i feel like i've seen that whole special but i really don't remember marlin brando oh, on the couch. oh that was not on the television version <laughs> okay that makes a lot of okay. sense I remember I like, that. i've seen all of that show I'm oh known. yes i've yeah. seen that many times and because i like what happened with that special is like, okay, we filmed it great. Now to cut out all of the parts that are mm. bizarre and not suitable for television, like I see. Marlon Brando ranting about machetes, and now also to digitally touch up all the, not all the performers, maybe, certain Some performers for many, many months before this is suitable to be aired on Wow, television. I got to go home and rewatch this now. Check it out. Yeah. Because that's... 2020 years ago like retouches too yeah it's i bet it i bet you can tell <laughs> I bet it doesn't hold up yeah bet it's no dial of destiny de-aging. yeah because people have been to be getting touched up for the last so many years in movies but i bet the technology is pretty good that we well, don't only michael notice. had the technology then yeah, yeah elizabeth wow. had it first sure. they used it on the flintstones <laughs> it's the only way i do the film <laughs> now i give it to you michael uh, Marlon Brando in in a Michael Jackson music video, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. Rock, in the same time, the same couple months. Yeah, you yeah. rock my world. Rock Similar. My, yeah. yeah, he shows up suddenly and like, like he's like in a white suit in a bar <laughs> and like Michael's. Who was in the car with Michael on nine eleven? I think it wasn't it Marlon. Was and, it Mar- uh, Elizabeth Taylor? Elizabeth Marlon Taylor? Brando was yeah. one of them driving. 
<laughs> uh, maybe. Which one of those three would you trust to drive? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh what a question. Um, I guess. No, I, I was going to oh, say Michael. I, I don't say know. They're all on so many pills. Yeah, no, God. Oh, that's a really good question. Oh, shit. I think we, I think we have to choose. Yeah, we have to choose. Okay. <laughs> We're not as good. We each can have our own choice. Elizabeth. I think Liz Taylor. That's I what think I'm Liz gonna say. Taylor. I mean, I yeah. don't like that option either. But I bet, yeah, I bet she for some reason was doing better with the pills than the other the other two. Yeah, and was the story they fleed the city? They like they fled? fled the city. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think the three of them in a car together. In a car. Which someone should write that as a movie, probably. <laughs> Well, there was some like was there they, an attempt? Is they that why made said some that? TV version of it, and oh, like, that's uh, why I'm thinking of it. Like a a uh, white British actor play, plays <laughs> Michael Jackson and says he regrets it to this. Is it Joseph Fiennes? Mm. It's like a major actor. Oh man, uh, Brian Cox, I think, is Marlon Brando. Oh yeah, here's a here's a people Elizabeth Taylor, Michael Jackson, and Marlon Brando's rumored 9/11 road trip. The truth behind the myth. <laughs> Michael, we're gonna have to repopulate the earth. I think that's the start of the apocalypse. I would know. I was in apocalypse now. <laughs> this is the apocalypse now. So you and I are both going to have to take turns with Liz repopulation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the Texaco. Do you want corn nuts or combos? <laughs> this says this never happened. This people article. I mean, that's probably, yeah, probably. correct. <laughs> yeah. It sounds too fun and silly. It says Elizabeth was in uh, New York with Debbie Reynolds. She did not get in a car with <laughs> She didn't run. There's only one way to get away from the Twin Towers. We have to, we all three of us have to get in a car right now. All right. Sorry. We interrupted a list of, uh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I, well, look, let me just throw out this one that, uh, here's here's a here's a pretty good photo of me and my sister, and here's us oh, hanging wow. out with Bluto. Oh wait, Bluto or Bruto? What is he? He's Bluto. It's Bluto. Bluto. Uh, because this was one of the many theme parks from over the years where you could meet the Popeye Gang, mm-hmm. another place to get some quality time with our pals. And it's a good thing that this we don't know what kind of lockdown they had on the rights because. Uh, if this place hadn't closed so quick, maybe your beloved Islands of Adventure couldn't have built your beloved Bilgerat barges. Oh, Bilgerat barges. Mm-hmm. One of the yeah. wettest water rods maybe in the world. Popeye. You're getting soaked. Oh, yeah. You get drenched. Drenched on that and Dudley do right. Yeah. Like, they they hold, take no prisoners as yeah. far as we talked about that. But yeah, they had Popeye. Do have we? There's so few photos. Is there? Was there like an olive oil walk around? Or was it just Popeye well, and Bluto? Yeah, there was. No, cause... there was olive oil, and they're like, f- f- I guess you would say fur character. They're not face characters. Did you call them fur characters? They're not fur well, characters. <laughs> those are the turns. Face character, it... fur characters. Like, so would you call these fur characters? Well, that's what because I was trying they... to figure out. Have we ever said that on the show, suits. Scott? Uh, I don't think so. I don't yeah, think I don't like think Peter Pan. I know what you're talking about. I'm just shocked character. at this term that we've never used before. Um, it is strange when it's not an animal. Yeah, that that's yeah. what I was trying. I was thinking about this. I was like, would you call these fur characters? They're just big, puffy humans. Carl from Up is a fur character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that starts to feel very. His skin is furry if you were to touch it. Edna Mode is a fur character. Fur character. And yeah. then there's some that are both sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to think, there there has been the the uh, um, good f- 
fairy or the the fairy godmother. Fairy, she's the fairy godmother, right? Sometimes she's a human face, and sometimes she's sometimes a fur character. Sometimes it's kind of a horrifying, like strangers kind of mask. Yeah, but of, that's still or, a fur character. I I I need um I need further information. You need to know what the yeah, mask is I need, made of. Further well, no, I need to know if there is a um, further information is the magazine for, for character is, enthusiasts. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the polite way of saying furry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that it has to be a polite way, but I'm just saying. I, I mean, one of the most fascinating juxtapositions is the the short lived Islands of Adventure show, the cartoon circus show that was in that giant theater amphitheater in like um in tune lagoon and it was half like dagwood and blondie are face characters with like weird grotesque stuff on them and then there's like Veraki and bullwinkle too and it's all kind of set up in a way that it's like oh it is certain people are doing nice throwing and like unicycle acts and stuff (laughs) well i hope it's the face characters (laughs) yeah 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 well the fur characters if you miss a knife it like gets caught you know oh yes true yeah there's more protection So and and they throw a knife at Dagwood, Rock. Okay. (laughs) Oh yeah, there's Olive. I found Olive. Sorry. The song is the circus is coming to tune. (laughs) I love. I love video. A full video of this, which I which I love. (laughs) Uh, But I call me crazy. I love love circus is coming to tune. You were about to settle in. I remember singing it in 1999, going what. What is that? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a photo of them in the uh, holiday mode as well. Oh, great. If you ever wanted to know oh, what nice. Popeye looked like dressed up like uh, Santa. I um, would like to know that. Yeah. Now you know. <laughs> Wonder no longer. <laughs> um, this is a big day. Uh, um, the So you can meet the Popeye gang and you don't have to go all the way to Malta to do it. And then here's this... In keeping with what my mom was saying, that the characters just keep coming, uh, here now we're at a location called the Tumbleweed Hotel. Must be like an Old West area. And then here's a bunch of characters. And they all look like giant babies with single (laughs) teeth. And like they're 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 cowboys and different you know uh, uh, you know marms whatever you want to call it and I'm like these look really specific it seems weird that they would be just completely invented for MGM Grand mm. Adventures uh, but no in fact these are from an old <laughs> comic strip called Tumbleweed. Hmm. Does anyone know that Tumbleweed? That name is familiar, but I know nothing past that. This is, again, now, and again, we're in the upper echelon of podcasters who know about <laughs> really obscure, unpleasant comic, comic strip. strips yeah. that started in the 60s. And that's what this is. Tum- too uh, recent, too recent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get in on any of that hippie shit. I uh, check the date my comics no. were started. If it's pre-depression, <laughs> I'm in. I have seen these. You've I have seen, seen strips. I have seen Tumbleweeds as well. I've never read a single strip, though. I the, don't know anything about the it. The thought of seeing them in like puffy costumes in three dimensions is I, very weird. I've I don't seen. want to see a fur character of Tumbleweed mm. or of, uh, sorry, I've, I've not vetted this description, epic 
That's the name. Epic. Tumbleweed's toothless, alcoholic, plug-chewing, sway-backed second horse. Once a U.S. cavalry horse, but now but drummed out of the service. Hmm. So, hey, kids, come to Las Vegas. Your dad's going to gamble today, but you get to meet Epic, a drunk horse. <laughs> It was drummed out of the core. The leaving Las Vegas horse. That sounds... <laughs> uh, I'm just... Uh, there seems to be some... Drunk uh, to see at this point. There seems to be some stuff that's aged poorly in tumbleweeds from, from the quick glance at it. Um, mm, you but mean in the Old West, you're saying? For some reason, yeah. Um, but the horse, that drunk horse sounds good to Are you me. Say, did anyone in this... Why, is there anyone in this photo that my mom took in 1994 <laughs> aged poorly? Uh, uh, I'd have to look a little closer. Are there any poor cultural depictions? No, uh, I'd have to... Maybe a quick look. Uh, um, but tumbleweeds, though. Tumbleweeds ended in 2007. Jeez. Wow. Man, just there in plain sight. Everyone <laughs> passing it. All of us. You guys like the funnies. Aaron likes the, the funnies. Sunday She's funnies like, I, it, yeah. I have just passed tumbleweed for year after year. No interest. 50 Maybe, years of tumbleweeds. 50 years 60 of tumbleweeds. Years? <laughs> Maybe it was just too close in the lineup under Prince Valiant. I just skipped over the whole yeah. mass. Was know? this, uh, did this rip off F Troop or did F Troop rip off this? What year did F Troop Bless come out? <laughs> I think F Troop may have uh, sailed along without any awareness of tumbleweeds. They're the same. I think, I think there's <laughs> <laughs> they just never even knew about it. They're the, they come out the same year. Oh my god! Wow! Oh, wow. I'm gonna. This is for. This is a job for me. This is a little project <laughs> this for is me. A project for you to figure out if F Troop and Tumbleweeds had any connection. Holding your By the daughter. Way, if you're a listener who might not know what F Troop is, it was a sitcom <laughs> in the '60s, yeah, 1965. I, 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 mean, I know it. I watched it growing up a little, but I couldn't produce one it was character not, name. I couldn't. Uh, uh, Corporal Agarn, I think, was Larry Storch, who just passed away at 99. A couple months ago, not a PTR. Did we curse. kill him? I don't. I think I brought Larry Storch up recently. Though. I wouldn't put it past you. Yeah. So <laughs> um. I apologize to the Storch estate, the Storch family, if I brought him up and he died. And F Troop is not Hogan's Heroes. One is World War II. One is the Wild Quest. Hogan's Heroes more popular. Hogan's Heroes much superior product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, um, in terms of characters, though, I I did see footage. Some of the preserved footage of, like, the characters coming out. Uh, first off, the characters were led by, like, a team of employees in khakis and very loud windbreakers. Great. And then I think there was an announcement <laughs> of the characters of, like, King Louie, Louis Jr., Lucy, Wacky Wolf. And I really couldn't find much about Wacky Wolf. He, if you want to talk generic, it just was a very generic wolf in like a polo or something and that's the itchy and scratchy and friends they had to invent some friends yeah <laughs> manic uh, mailman and then it was popeye olive oil and bluto and then it cut to the windbreaker like dance cr like the windbreaker employees were like all dancing mm. <laughs> like not super choreographed dancing either. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, there's also uh, I got some some purple dinosaurs here. I don't know what they are. Um, they not Barney. Um, Is more, it of a, Dino? more of a brontosaurus. No, no, because they didn't have more. 
<laughs> they didn't have the Flintstones because you would have seen the Flintstones. Yeah. Um, but there's a couple of things in this you can see in the background, just very clearly the MGM Grand Parking Garage. <laughs> um, so, you know, sight lines. Uh-oh, sight line alert. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, I just noticed this right now is that there's a hanging sign for a wedding chapel. I, th- <laughs> I think you could get married in this uh, lame theme park. I, I, I guess like, I, I did come across it? that. Else. Oh, wait, here it is. Uh, this is from an article from around the time. Um, a uh, the section of the park designed to rese- resemble New York has no muggers. Okay. Uh, but it does include <laughs> two, two express wedding chapels. Two. Two. Wow. Why are there two wedding chapels? There's very few. I, they have the same amount of rides in wedding chapels. The demand was going to be so high that... <laughs> They needed to be prepared. It's like Tower of Terror. If you load on two different levels, mm, you mm. get done that much yeah, faster. Yeah, yeah, crank mm-hmm. through way. Yeah, get the, get that wedding line down. Um, there's also an old English village street with a not so quaint Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> there is just a Burger King in Old England, and uh, and the, and you know, well, what else was in Old England? Uh, rides or attractions? Answer: No. Well, welcome to old England. Hey, while you're here, check out Burger King and then get the fuck out. (laughs) I saw a group of uh, performers uh, in the old English section, just a shortest little clip. And they were, of course, singing uh, Consider Yourself from um, Oliver. Oliver. (laughs) Ah. Mm -hmm. British, you know, Oliver (laughs) Twist, you know. Have I I mentioned... uh, uh, that I played that in the marching band in high school. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That seems like a good, yeah. And our director, like cause our director one. would intro everything and he would say the band, the Shamrock high school band would like you to consider yourself one of us. And then we'd burn. And in hindsight, it's just a funny, like during a football game, like everyone's going to be like, hell yeah. Yeah. Consider yourself. Wow. <laughs> I, I thought I was cool because I'm on the football team, but now I know today I'm one of the marching band. Yeah. <laughs> that could be me playing the off-key tuba. Uh-huh. Oh, right. man. I'll be as cool as the artful Dodger himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's where I developed my play philosophy. I try to play like the artful Dodger. Duck yeah. and weave like he through the streets of London. <laughs> uh, the opposing team is that mean Bill Sykes coming for me. <laughs> it. Uh, I've said this before too, though. The next, the next year, the year after that, we did. Uh, we had an all sticks show, though. Oh, God. <laughs> God, how many are there? What do you mean songs? Many, yeah, uh, we did three or four. Okay. Too much time on my hands, Mister Roboto, and uh, is ambitious. That's like a sweet. This, this yeah, we did the whole that. thing. I'm okay. trying to think. What else? What are the hits? What? Are, I can't think of the third They're one. They're all sweets. Come sail away. We did come sail away. Come yeah. Sweet well, Madam Blue. We did not do Sweet Madam Blue. So <laughs> a lot of changes. Three. Like a lot of like, yeah, sweets. Like you're saying. I got to like go through my trumpet big... case, see if I have the old sheet music for it. You got your trumpet case out of here with you? Yeah. My parents moved out of here. All my shit's here now. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Right. How, do you really need to go through your old <laughs> trumpet case and get the old sheet well, music? I, What's going to... What Then what'll happen? I have... <laughs> then I'll know for sure what it was, and I'll know the arrangements, and I'll know what, like, the truncated versions of the songs. You could start playing stuff. You could start playing solo sticks well, during look, live shows. In full disclosure, I just bought a new mouthpiece and some new tuning grease, 
And because I what? haven't played the trumpet. <laughs> what? Really? I haven't played trumpet in many years. Wow. And I, I play guitar and everything, but I haven't played trumpet in a while. I'm like, you know what? I can, I can play this. I know how to play. You can start playing trumpet. taps to wake up your daughter. That's right. There'll be taps. And <laughs> Patriotic. Then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, she'll understand uh, the, my patriotism. Well, she's going to grow up in an era laden with AI and the challenges that come from mm-hmm. that. And what better way to teach her all about it than with Mr. Roboto. That's right. <laughs> Dennis DeYoung was way ahead of this whole trend. And when you play an instrumental of that song, she, a trumpet she'll learn anything she needs to know. A blaring trumpet bass from an old, <laughs> from a like student level trumpet from purchased in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> it's missing a couple of... <laughs> I've played it since fifth grade. Missing a I, couple of buttons. What do you call them? What do you call the things you press? Valves. Valves. Uh, uh, fifth grade, I think I had it. Since, wow. So it's an old yeah. ass. I don't want to disclose my age at this point, but uh, <laughs> it's thirty years old. It's less than thirty, but yeah. So so anyway, I'm listeners getting, are like, wait, I thought Mike was a teen. I know. He acts I know. so cool and knows about all the teen stuff from I Hot know. Topic. You're telling me he's north of thirty? Yeah, I'm north of. Let's just call it there. I'm north of thirty. Yeah, <laughs> believe it or not. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll update everybody on my trumpet. Uh, yeah you're making a a promise for the show it's for one of these shows uh um oh you had a kenny rogers roasters in there also (laughs) and those were that was new with i think a lot of people's first experience yeah uh, with kenny was uh, at this park actually i found a reddit thread and people were talking about their memories and someone said i don't have a lot of memories of the rides but I remember eating at Kenny Rogers Roasters. <laughs> That's like the most popular IP there at that point. Kenny Rogers IP. I think so, yeah, because they got no movie. They didn't end up with Apocalypse Now. And yeah. they didn't, like, um, you know, on the Club 3, we're going to talk about this Wizard of Oz walkthrough that was in the casino and not the theme park. Mm-hmm. The theme park is bereft of anything of that nature there's yeah. no i couldn't tell you what's in the mgm library exactly but you know there, you you associate mgm grand with wizard of oz like and and the, that's why it's the color is the mm-hmm. emerald and but none of that is reflected in the park which maybe that is due to the disney uh, licensing stuff right um but it is yeah all your you get you get kenny rogers and you get popeye <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I, it's yeah. I, I don't know if you're, should, if you're coming to meet your friends, uh, you're not going to meet a lot of friends. There well, should have been a gamble, the gambler ride or something. We're in Vegas. It's his big song. Yeah, yeah. Jason, the, that's I, the most excited he's been the whole show. Yeah. I yeah. I they, well, it seems like I was going to say the the you know to to allude to the the club three the Wizard of Oz animatronics in that walkthrough look pretty good. Yes. The animatronics yeah. in the theme park. There's like two or three in the Backlot River. You got a off-brand creature from the Black Lagoon. Yep. You have a helicopter gunner shooting at you. And then you have a squirrely crew member at the very end of the ride. What is that about? Mm-hmm. I, Just a mean guy with a broom. So in the pitch <laughs> document in the Apocalypse Now, it does mention a crew guy with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth at the end of the ride. They, I think they just gave him a bushy mustache. Yeah. um, That's strange. They, they also refer to this did not make it into the ride. Um, uh, uh, they, but they say like, and suddenly around the boat, uh, you know, animatronics, special forces, Navy seals, 
come out of the water with their M16s pointed at you in wetsuits and blackface on. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't uh, know if they call it that. Uh, I don't know. That's the official has name. It paint, has paint. to be Could like be an official military term. Black paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or dark gray paint. I think they mean camouflage paint, but like, <laughs> oh, I don't I don't know. That's, I think, do another pass on that, mm-hmm. you know? I, I don't know. I loved the ride where a bunch of people in blackface pointed military. Weapons at, weapons at your boat <laughs> and then later on a different guy in a helicopter shoots at your boat ladies you and know. gentlemen the most canceled ride <laughs> <It's true. laughs> um no didn't have that nor did yeah how many how are they gonna get all those <laughs> characters popping out of the water that's crazy well this is a good way to maybe segue into a ride called grand canyon rapids they had a rapid ride i don't remember if i did this this might have been my first rapid ride or that or it was a uh, uh, hershey park a couple of years later mm-hmm. uh, um but um, Disney didn't have these yet. Uh, uh, you know, this this was still, I guess, regional parks did, but Rapids Rides were still new a little bit. And I'm going to give them a little credit on this one because there were animatronics. Mm-hmm. Tons of them. Yeah. So, so many. And I discovered this was the very first big professional gig of Garner Holtz, frequent presence on the show now wow. disney stuff has done things uh, great animatronics everywhere all the not stuff that we like and uh evidently he he came out of just insanely complex haunts and mazes uh-huh. that's what kicked off his career and somebody part of this saw his work there and said uh, hey do you want a shot Yes, I do. This is the big time. This is what I've been waiting for. Then he saw the scope of it and the budget that he was allotted and thought, if I don't make this work, this might be it it for me, actually. Uh, uh, I think this was an extremely stressful endeavor for Garner Holt, but he thought this is the way to get his foot in the door, and it worked out. Yeah, This was a big success and kicked off a really amazing animatronic career. I would love to know like a very detailed version of how you get that together like you're like but a humble robot maker and then all of a sudden you get contracted (laughs) to do like a really big project and then it's like oh shit like how do you pull it together like that that's a whole podcast probably in and of itself talking to him we should probably we should pursue a garner hold that was something that was maybe going to happen uh, before the pandemic, so many we haven't picked up again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but uh, I, he claimed now, like uh, according to Mister Hole, he swears this ride was actually pretty good. He's proud yeah. of his work on it. Um, I found some photos. Some of the info on this came from. There's a website. You guys may have found it for other stuff. There's something called ThemeParkUniversity.com, yeah. but I think it's not around anymore. Yeah, I was trying to find really? it, too. It's, it's so. a placeholder website now. I think you have to go to Internet Archive. You got to archive.org uh, it. Wow. Um, but they have a bunch of, like, big extensive articles about a lot of these rides and some pictures. You got, like, an old prospector guy and his, like, in his red pajamas and <laughs> bathhouse. He's got some character, right? Yeah. This is pretty good. And then just kind of, I don't know what this... this this JPEG is just man1.jpeg. <laughs> Here's kind of a somewhat yeah, off-putting, fun. but well done. Just bald guy. I don't know. Is he a, working on the railroad? Is he a butcher? I don't kind know what like he is. Dick Tracy villain-esque face. Not yeah. that, I'm not saying he's a yeah, bad but he seems robot. nicer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Kind of just like, yeah, I don't know. He's got a big chin. I ain't so bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
this is Erin's recollection too, because she went to this park and it was it was still open when she went. She's that's the one she'll say. Rapids okay. Rapids mm-hmm. not so bad. Fourteen characters. Garner made most of the props too. Big uh, dynamite explosion ending, like mm-hmm. what ended up in Big Thunder. Keep in mind also. Disney, a couple years later, opens uh, Grizzly River Rapids. No animatronics on that. Still not. Probably better, like, environments in that thing. Yeah. But uh, I give them credit for... I don't know that it was common or still is common to have animatronics on uh, Rapids rides. Mm-hmm. So maybe this, this might yeah. be the one zone where I say... Uh, Grand Adventures did it right. Well, the one that I think of is the one at Knott's they redid and that Garner Holt Productions was involved in redoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, huh, so that's that's nice. It's a throwback to this whole charming thing. I'm also, I would like to shout out the place that you mentioned, Jason, uh, R&R Creative that did that mm-hmm. uh, mock-up of the Apocalypse Now concept. Um, they were involved in Two are the ones we've mentioned already, Backlot River Ride and Grand Canyon Rapids, and one we should maybe head into called Deep Earth Explorations. Mm -hmm. And I think they're pretty responsible for the the environments, um, which, you know, on a budget, uh, pretty well done, I'd say. And I realized this, I was on their website, they are behind a ton of things that I have mentioned in the last, like, month. Those that I've been very charmed by. Those being the Pirate Mini Golf at Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Oh, wow. I recommend this again really good mini golf they did the rides up there haunted castle and cave train and Mm -hmm. at gilroy gardens on the second gate i was going on and on about a couple of rides the round boats and the 20s slash 50s car track that's Mm -hmm. way better than autopia right this place did those and the animatronic show that I didn't get to sing, where all of, or that I didn't get to see, where all of the uh, fruits and vegetables sing Salads USA. Oh man! Now I know where it came from. It came from this this little place. So they've done a lot of these kind of good uh, non Disney, non Universal ties together a bunch of like really recent history. So wow. I'm, I'm uh, all all for R and R. Do you have it in front of you? Do you know like what's the newest thing they've done, or does it list anything chronologically? I don't. It's okay. a pretty ancient website. Yeah, oh, right? I couldn't so tell I if they were sure. still act. How active they, they were still be? around? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Um, maybe you don't in this line of work. Maybe the websites don't have to be. That's maybe right. Yeah, I, I, the, the website I feel like said founded in 1981. We've been doing this for 30 years, and I was like, well, that would put us to 2011. Mm-hmm. Is that right? So, so maybe not. So, so website not touched I don't in know. That long. I the contact. There were no social media links. There was just a contact uh, form. Um, so you want to talk a little bit. Deep Earth Exploration is another one that they worked on. And now this, it's kind of impossible to tell if this one you might also give the nod. They actually did okay on it because there's not a video, I don't think. There are some photos. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these probably it's just it's a level of darkness that an old camcorder is not going to yeah. be able to pick up. So they're kind of lost to time. But this one sounds interesting. I have no mm-hmm. idea if they pulled it off, but it's described as sort of a proto Spider-Man slash indie in that it's a simulator car on a track. Mm-hmm. So you're moving from room to room, and the vehicle is doing stuff, simulating uh, motion mm-hmm. uh, that the track is not actually capable of. So maybe, I mean, if they got to that 
mechanism first and did it okay yeah you got to give him credit for that mm-hmm. but i don't know it may have sucked it may have sucked we have to get like the people like like your tony baxter's of the world seem to have gone to all these places when they opened and stuff like Probably. he's talked about star trek experience and stuff so I would love to like talk to people who like the pros who remember it and be like, oh yeah, that was actually really good, or we stole some idea from that or something. Yeah, it's possible. You never know. It's also a ride where you go uh, deep down into the earth and find crazy stuff down there. Yeah, and that in not too long gets done at Tokyo Disney Sea, the right. amazing ride journey to the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. So they got to deep earth first. They got to simulators first. Um, the thing that makes me skeptical is that I, I think like, okay, and we're up and running. Yeah, let's get these cars out there. And then uh, it was basically that like uh, w- windows open and close, kind of like that's this, the web slingers now. Um, so some of the, the gaps would be filled in with you. Now you watch your screen and this is what in theory you're right, doing. Right, you're showing you like exteriors kind of. Before you were submerged, yeah, or, uh, I think maybe so. I'm or like that maybe wrong. now we go to a model, and that's something that the where the ride couldn't take you, and then the window opens, right, right. and now we're looking at a bunch of magma or whatever. Right. But apparently, uh, that video was a laser disc player, and it had to get moved out of the cabin because the all the motion made it skip. <laughs> oh so no! That yeah. may have uh, victimized this ride a little bit. Mm, um, too bad. I don't know, but it sounds kind of good. I don't know. You see crazy creatures and rock slides and gorges. This and- at least would sound sounds like it has enough stuff to have been memorable either way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, it was like if it was if it was bad, I bet it was kind of interesting and bad. Or if it was good, it was good. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like an interesting ride system for the time. It sounds like there was a lot of show scenes. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm just I'm giving it credit for being if we could see it. We would talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yes, but it, it, it's just a mystery now. Just like if Tumbleweed and F Troop were right. uh, bitter enemies, right? Yeah, one of life's great mysteries. Right. We'll have to yeah really put some time in to find that answer. Um. So there's that. What are big ones that we've not? The well, King, the King Louis Theater. The I saw something in the King. Assuming that the King Louis Theater. Wait a minute. I don't know. I don't know because there was also uh, uh, the, there was as uh, another name for a theater that I saw. Wait, let me find oh. my show. King Louis Theater gets renamed to Manhattan Theater at some point. You're talking see, about the you're in the movies or the Gold Rush Theater? I see. I don't. Uh, what I saw was in the Magic Screen Theater, so maybe that's different. Wait a Do minute. Do we have? Okay, let's let's start with the one you mentioned. That that is a different entity i think i think okay. there were like three king, theaters well that's king, pretty good that's king a Louis lot. theater later manhattan theater what would you see in there Do it, we uh, know? Uh, uh, ice skating spectacle starring king louis <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds good it sounds good yeah i'd like to see him skate can he keep the crown on i would love to see that i assume he did keep the crown on um i don't know which theater oh i you know what i think this is magic screen i'm sorry it's all i can speak to is magic okay. screen um, one of my only memories, and it's kind of crazy that I can remember this. Like I remember my point of view seeing this in 94 or whenever it was, um, I saw a show. I was like, I felt uh, mad typing in MGM grand adventures, black light show. That's all mm, I could remember yeah. is that it was a show that utilized black light so that there could be a bunch of people 
just in all black like theater style, uh, mm-hmm. moving stuff around, and you couldn't see because you know, all the props glow, but all the the people puppeteering blend into the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found it. The show is called Kaleidoscope. Oh, okay. And let me now expel this from my brain onto you guys and the listener. I specifically remember that this show was so inane. Like <laughs> I think the puppeteering. All plenty impressive and everything, and the pri- I remember it like popping and looking kind of cool. But I remember this one. Now we're back to this kind of like a movie theme, and I remember that there was a astronaut scene, and the astronaut was on a big cord, getting him back into the uh, connecting him to the ship, and uh, that somebody <laughs> then you hear a voice. I don't know if it's the astronaut or a director says cut, and then a big pair of scissors comes out and then the same voice says not that kind of cut <laughs> uh-huh I, why do i remember that wow why is that in my brain i and i and then i also then i remember turning to my mom as if to go do you think this is good <laughs> and she did the same thing back to me like i don't know i don't think this is good yeah and it was maybe a kind of a loss of innocence where i was used to the top tier entertainment at Disney and Universal mm. that my mom took me to and was excited to take me to and now she's like I'm sorry son I don't think this one is good not up to yeah. the standards at all. not that kind of cat <laughs> <laughs> you can't find a video of this I don't think so I tried if anybody wow. I didn't go through everyone's home movies of it but I'm dying to now just to, and what if I made it up well not maybe some, somebody listening could maybe uh, do your work for you and send it to you horrifying if you worked on show. it or something I if don't you're know. a commercial pilot and you know what Scott's talking about please send us that clip so he We're doesn't have to narrower and narrower the reasons to contact us it, Scott can I did you see the other shows that that would play in the magic screen theater. Yeah, yeah, go <laughs> you got BMX grind. That's BMX oh. bikes and inline skating. Yeah, and then this is the only, the only th- proof I've seen of the just the phrase a live recreation of the Three Stooges. <laughs> Three Stooges live. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. There are people. I think we all on just got a little sad. Yeah, because there, I, there's an Instagram I think I might follow where guys are re- just doing Three Stooges. <laughs> They're doing new versions of the classic gags, uh, not yeah. the char- not the uh, cast of the movie from ten years ago. Well, um, I am aware that there is. Uh, if you want a little more authenticity mm. in your three in your modern Three Stooges. Uh, then I would direct you towards uh, a gentleman who uh, professes to be Curly's grandson. I know exactly. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. I wasn't actually even going to say it, but you're, yes, I follow Curly's grandson on Instagram. <laughs> oh, okay. That's you're, what I'm talking about. On, uh, uh, I know all about Curly's grandson. Uh, yes. Um, I, well, uh, I hate to brag. I hate to brag. Oh. But I was on a Zoom in early pandemic times when the Zooms were still fun. I remember that. And there was a, uh, uh, on one week of this Zoom of watching weird stuff, Curly's grandson Mm. uh, was there. Uh, uh, It was where we watched clips of Curly's grandson. And then the very next week, all of a sudden, a box appeared. Who is this joining the Zoom? Oh my God, it's Curly's grandson. Wow. So yes, I have been on a Zoom (laughs) 
<laughs> who do you know who put character. it together? I, th- I, th- I don't think he'll mind me saying okay. J- Jason Walliner. Okay. <laughs> All right. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hook, uh, that makes sense to found me. Found a way to get a hold of, In- of, Curly, wow. of Curly G, Curly's grandson. Wow. In my head, I was thinking, I was like, it sounds like a Jason Walliner project. It was kind of, yeah, yeah. Sure enough, <laughs> it sounds yeah. like a Walliner special. He put, he put some true magic together in those early days. Can I ask on the same, not the Zoom where Curly's grandson showed up, but the previous Zoom where clips were being watched, mm-hmm. was sunglass, Sunglasses Jack shown? <laughs> Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't recall. Oh, no, my God. Oh, what is this? <laughs> I think it's Sunglasses, sunglass or sunglasses, sunglasses Jack. It's a man who's a Jack Nicholson impersonator, and he's got a lot of followers, but he also like dances and stuff too. He does like other stuff that is not really in the character of Jack Nicholson, but he's very, uh, he's very popular on Instagram. Uh, Sunglassesjack.com. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. uh, As you guys can see, as you listeners can can see, uh, Podcast the Ride Sin City Nights is a world of difference from the regular Podcast the Ride. We talk about crazy stuff like curly (laughs) G and sunglasses jack and F Troop and old old comic strips, which by the way that by the way is King Features Syndicate. If you were I didn't want to leave you. Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, that one not a mystery. Um so yeah, three oh that's uh, that's very miserable. I there's also something called Clint Carvalho and his extreme parrots. (laughs) By the way, sorry, sorry, it is Sunglass Jack, that's his name. And it's 330,000 followers on Instagram. And I do, I hate, again, we have to watch just like, I haven't seen these. This is just some of the Play the audio. Listeners need to know. But it's uh, Jack Nicholson impersonator playing the playing bongos. The bongos? Uh, uh, and then he like, oh. I think he recently started doing the voice, but he was not doing the voice a lot. Was it, what? Wait, he built a following <laughs> without doing the yeah, voice? Yeah, but I think he's doing the voice maybe now. Let's hold on. He's just dancing He's here. Just dancing. I can. I, ha- yeah. I, I attest that I am looking at a Jack Nicholson impersonator while that music, it, like, wow, Jack Jack Nicholson impersonator, huh? You must do a great impression of him. Eh, <laughs> that's not really the point of it. <laughs> Maybe a more pedestrian impersonator might do yeah, an impression, but kind of do like the uh, ice bucket challenge, more like that. He's just walking around with choker makeup on here. Trying to find. Sorry, how many followers does he have? Three hundred thirty thousand. <laughs> how many do we have? I have five. That, I don't know. But here we are with our notes and our research. I learned Niche. about Kirk Kirkorian fucking eating shit to <laughs> Sunglass Jack. This is a niche show for a small amount of weirdos and Sunglass <laughs> we, Jack. Only- Sunglass Jack. Sunglass Jack is what the people want. This is mass entered when all the networks and streaming services go belly up. All that's going to be yeah. left is guys like Sunglass Jack giving the people what they want. <laughs> and not dr- this is not the drill from Twitter, which is Jack Nichol like a warped photo of Jack Nicholson in sunglasses. Drill? What drill. Yeah, drill. The, he writes the jokes on Twitter for like oh, oh I see, I over see, a decade. I see. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, that, it's not. This is a different. This is that is a different sunglasses. Well, if I tell you how long he's been writing for the like jokes, does that help? Nine or so. <laughs> is it like the best account on Twitter. You know. Um, okay. Uh, 
There's a ride that is probably best mostly skipped called The Haunted Mine. Mm. Uh, Haunted Mine, huh? What's that about? Is it about uh, what's in there? Uh, Frankensteins and the uh, vampires. Mm. and uh, It's like a Native American thing. Yeah. Look, that's not a good... um, (laughs) They aren't monsters. They're people. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't... uh, They're not just about vengeful and (laughs) vengeance and curses. On the one wiki I'm on, they leave that part out (laughs) of the description. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, The review I'm reading... uh, Well, it did have a big... On the plus side, a big spider. On the minus side, it was kind of clever, but also mildly offensive and not terribly scary. Hmm. So that's the haunted mine. Um, There is a roller coaster. Yeah, I want to talk about this. Lightning Bolt. Mm-hmm. This is an indoor yep. coaster, space themed, because that's easy to do inside in the dark, <laughs> like Space Mountain. No um, sense. Yeah. the The journey of this coaster, it it was indoors, and then in '97 they moved it outdoors, <laughs> and they made it twice as long. That is one of the strangest roller coaster journeys I have ever heard. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I believe uh uh and and aaron had only went on the uh, outdoor version but i think this was kind of a tame roller coaster and i think that maybe the indoor part hid the tameness Mm. so i think because when there's a mystery of what's happening and where you're gonna go and maybe there will be a big scary drop or something but outside it cannot hide its lameness it says 35 miles an hour this okay. is, is, but probably that's top speed. Mm-hmm. What is space? Space Mountain's around there. Is that there? 35? Yeah. Space Mountain's not that fast. I mean, it's not it's fast. A lot of wind. The, yeah. A lot of wind launched. So, but I don't know if it goes, I don't know if, you know, we went 35 for like a half second or something. I don't know. Um, what sounds a little cool is that they kept it. It was like, you're going to space and then you come back and that's indicated by a black light model of the strip. So that sounds good. That sounds like yeah. something notable and proprietary, uh, but again, impossible to mm-hmm. document yeah. in a dark room. It looks like 35 yeah. miles an hour is Space Mountain here. So this is like, as fast as... Yeah. But then that doesn't feel... Like, maybe if you put it out, if you put it outside, would, would Space Mountain be lame? It wouldn't be lame, but I think we would be shocked at how much less fast it felt. Maybe. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Not that I, I still kind of feel fast and sometimes, but but I still feel like it. Oh, it's a little it feels out of control this time or whatever. But I do think times when I'm less like anxious on it, I I'm like this actually is fooling me. I think hmm. it's yeah. still going faster and faster. But. It's a lot of cold air blowing at you and a lot of lighting effects. You yeah, think at the beginning and cold end, air blowing at you is I think makes you think you're going faster. Yeah, than I think you the are. wind, like yeah, wind. I don't I don't know. I'm not actually. I didn't actually even think about that. If they're, uh, you think they're blowing wind on you? I think so. It always feels so chilly in there. I mm. don't know about that. Like all of it, <laughs> the whole track, certain parts. I don't know that. I don't yeah, know that. I, I won't really say either know. way. I don't want to look like a fool if I'm wrong. I think. I think I'm, I got to be a gambling man here in uh, in Sin City Nights month. I, that doesn't feel right to me. I, this wind could, this could also be be. Um, a trick, a magic trick. Maybe that it's, just, it's just dark, and you're going a little fast. Heavy duty air conditioner, mm-hmm. and there's yeah. certain pockets of cold air from just the trajectory that's, of that. The, does, that's not the same as a cannon. It's not it's making me feel like it's going faster. 
Mm. That's I don't think there's a canon of air. No, I don't. I think I. I think it's just like some air AC really like turned up. So you're saying a cold environment. When cold you're going, environment. You're zooming it's dark. You it. can't see. You're going a little fast mm. in I the feel dark. Like Jason, back down a little bit. I think you were positing uh, that cold air is being blasted at you to simulate space like fans, travel. Fans, fans blasting cold air. But it's fans to make you feel like you're in space, not fans. The coldness just because of it's space. A, a, hot, a, a room. How about I just Google? Are there fans on Space Mountain? <laughs> well, we'll, we, they, well, we we think we know that there's fans, but it's a question of are the fans where are the fans placed? <laughs> no, what's the purpose? of the fans are the fans to cool or the, are the fans to well, simulate it's certainly space to travel? cool but certainly the fans are there to cool because certainly that's what most fans I'm, do i'm also part you know just saying this is this is the story my mind is completing in the darkness michael raising my hand and here's the first thing that pops up when i write are there fans on space mountain Something just says secret too. Many of many of the Space Mountain attractions actually have fans blowing air on you throughout the ride track. Oh my god! Well, well, well. Oh my god! Oh well, how about this? Well, this how is why this? Mike stayed out. This oh is why I god. stayed out because I didn't want to look like I, I didn't want to look like a fool. Quite frankly, look at this King oh, Louis, well, Jace, King oh, Jason the over gambler. here. <laughs> you gotta know when to roll them. God, oh, that's why he was so excited about the song. Mm-hmm. What is the? Hang on. What is the site though? Hold on. Oh, wait. There's an inside the magic too that's discussing this as well. Well, we can always trust them. <laughs> Most trustworthy well, source. What's the of- date? What's the date? Because. Hold on. Oh, it's uh, uh, <laughs> October 23rd, 2021. Ah, fuck. Mm, it is post right wing turn. Theme Park Center. Do we have we ever been on Theme Park Center? I think I've before? been on Theme Park Center before. Okay. We've been on Twitter Center. since 2009. Writes the jokes. Space Mountain Tips and Secrets. Uh, uh, secret one is not only is Space Mountain the first indoor roller coaster, it's also the first roller coaster to be controlled by computers. Secret two says many of the Space Mountain attractions actually have fans blowing air on you throughout the ride track. This is to make you feel like you're going faster than you actually are. Fuck. I think the fact that anyone else is saying this does make it seem uh, legitimate. Well, I, wow. I, I, there's a couple other places that look like they have something similar to that piece of information. Uh, hmm. Wow. This is wow. I mean, this is we're little stunned. trick. We're stunned here. Little what do trick, I do like now? How do you recover from this? In this I episode? don't. Yeah, I don't know. Can the listener ever trust me again? <laughs> yeah. I just really. I was also ground tra- in. I'll say this earlier. I was trying to quickly figure out the answer to that question about the big hat. Mm-hmm. And it looks like some of that might all just be rumors too, and no one's quite sure. So I uh, that was not easy as conclusive. That one's too confusing. That yeah, one wasn't as conclusive as this is what I'm really saying. Is I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to be able to quickly answer my own question, but that did not happen. This one seems like, boy, the man's right. I don't know. Oh boy, I I just stepped right in it. He's putting his crown well, right. Oh, he's putting nope. a crown on right putting now. The crown on, <laughs> and I got my big pocket t- watch with my face on it. <laughs> Wow, he's floating whips on. at you to make it feel faster. So now I think you're also dealing with the fact that you've been kind of do you thought Space Mountain maybe went faster. I think so. Yeah. And it yeah. was more of a scary So I'm mad I'm mad at myself for stepping in it. And I'm mad at yeah. the ride for uh being all tricks 
It's all tricks. Yeah, you've been You deceived. know what? Well, this is like how a lot of casinos don't have windows. They don't have uh, clocks on the walls. And they, they are blowing air. You. They're blowing air on you in those casinos, too. They better be. Yeah. And they, they, they hot this weekend. Yeah, they, they do. Uh, I think some of the ones that still have a lot of smoking areas have really complex ventilation systems to sort of like. They say no, the smoke out. They I'm say not going to say you're wrong here because you're on a hot streak here. <laughs> but sometimes I go in one of those places where they allow smoking and I go, it smells like fucking smoke in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think that I think science. it could smell like worse. I see. That wasn't. Well, I look, if you're saying it, I believe it. Today, tonight. Jason's up. <laughs> when he's up, he's up. Ooh, Jason's up. Good oh, way to go this, into Vegas. Yeah, starting this week on a hot streak. <laughs> Hats off to you. Thank Crowns you. off to you. I get, wow, that's an interesting one. Something we would have known maybe if we, if we ever, ever do did it, yeah. Space Mountain. Um, but we got this to get through first. I think we're, I mean, we're heading to the, the exit here. I mean, so uh, this place, uh, it, it seems like it opens to like, there's some interest, but the really damning thing is that they're like, we're going to keep... Uh, we're going to make sure uh, only 10,000 people come in every day right. just to make yeah. sure it's comfortable and those lines don't get too long. So we're just, you know, we're, we're just going to cap it. We're going to cap it. Uh, uh, <laughs> sir, the uh, tenants figures are in. It's uh, nowhere close to that. Well, uh, good. Good. That's what I said. I want it to be, uh, want it to be small. So uh, great. Uh, my plan worth. And we will cap it at 10,000 as this place gets more and more popular. That did not happen. It kind of was just floating along, doing okay. Uh, and then, uh, but they they just, they wanted to do other stuff. I think, I think they were trying gimmicks of like, we'll do, it'll be a scream park for Halloween. Yes. Halloween. People like that houses. from scream what I saw. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's good. I feel like some people had fond memories of it mm-hmm. and there's a commercial with like, it says Jack is back. Now, but who is Jack? I that's my question to you guys. Did you come across who Jack is? I'm not saying I know the answer. Sunglass Jack. Sunglass Jack. It's, I don't think it's Sunglass Jack though. <laughs> I think it's a different Jack from 1997. Uh, um, but like the the night of the Jack is the thing we saw a couple of years ago. Where we drove through. Like Jack is sort of a like name for Halloween characters. Like a pumpkin had a character. Often. Yeah. See, Scream Park Three. Jack's back right there. Hmm. So I'm not sure. Um, Yeah, means nothing to me if I don't know what Jack's capable of to begin with. And it's it's probably they did not make the leap of like, okay, Jack Pumpkinhead is in the later Wizard of Oz books. Mm. And I think Return to Oz. Yeah. Does he show? But it's not. He's in the movie Return to Oz, yeah. Jack Uh, Pumpkinhead, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's in there. He is not in uh, MGM Grand Adventures or in the hotel. Right, because MGM, it's more of the original the movie movie yeah Yeah. or the Um, second movie it's actually the second wizard of oz there was a another wizard of oz am i wrong there was like a different wizard of oz movie made before the judy garland one i don't know the answer to that i don't know if i ever knew oh i'm scared now i'm scared to be wrong or right maybe i'm thinking of a different movie (sighs) let me tell you something if you put put yourself out there and you get something wrong it is humiliating for i don't want to be wrong i'm stewing over here oh don't risk it mike i know i'm right 1910 the wonderful wizard of oz yeah. Oh, nice. 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 Oh, I gotta Hell see yeah. this. The feeling Hell of yeah. being right about a movie from 1910. Oh, oh man. 100 yes. year old movie. It was a silent film. 
Yeah. Oh, that was probably a horrifying <laughs> Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, however they're rendering those creatures then. Um, there, one, one other thing about the um, uh, park, there was a giant... Uh, theater outdoor theater with a pirate ship and a lagoon oh yeah we didn't oh, say that which yeah. is, is uh and it had a pirate stunt show uh the the mgm grand opens december 1993 the treasure island casino up las vegas boulevard opens october 1993 so there oh. was a point where you could see two competing pirate shows on the wow. strip wow wow right but one is free one isn't One uh, locked is up behind a gate. Extremely free. <laughs> and then you can also turn to the side and see a volcano, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, the pirate thing look, kind of looked, again, like fun in some ways. Yeah. And there was obviously like standard stunt stuff in there that we, it's in every stunt show, but. Sure. It looked fine yeah. from what I saw. I seem to have seen it. It was in a photo album. Okay. I have, uh. Not very many memory. This is the theme of this a lot the, of people who went to the place. Yeah, it just seems like this place lacked a personality. Yeah, a little bit. I think just kind of like it is a theme park. It has yeah. some of the things that theme parks have, but maybe there's not a lot of like, but what's the character? Core? What's the, the feel that only we have? Right. Not literal character, but character personality in the in the Yeah. No, they're covered. they got tumbleweed. They, they have got tumbleweed, <laughs> but they missed the point. They real true characters. Yeah, but they don't. So then, uh, it's ninety six, and they decide some things that they want are a convention center and a much bigger pool area. So it's chopped by forty percent, and the forty percent that is closest to the entrance. <laughs> Is all the best ride? All the ones that we said maybe this was okay. Yeah, not the Rapids ride. That's in the back, so that's safe. Log flume safe. But uh, Backlot River Tour, which is the closest thing it has to like, what is it? It's kind of a movie adventure park. Gone out. Deep Earth Exploration, the mm. one that's a little bit ahead of its time. Out. Gone. Coaster. Indoor coaster. Pretty okay. Uh, Got to move it. It's going outside. Uh, so it just so happened that the front of the park. <laughs> <laughs> all the best stuff and uh well shit okay so now we're down to lesser more generic rides um they put in one of those the sky screamer mm-hmm. sky coaster from yep. the episode we did with hanford twice and only one came out <laughs> we know about sky coasters and, um and, uh ended up is the one at fun spot america it's yeah that in orlando okay um wow uh, some other stuff that closed during the reduction, that Manhattan Theater. Mm-hmm. And then this is a funny note on the Wikipedia. Although unaffected by the layout change, the Haunted Mine was also closed. <laughs> so another ride just gone. For no reason. For no reason. They didn't even need to. Um, seems like it's for the best. That's really funny. Uh, and then, so then it's just, it's like an increasingly miniature theme park just yeah. like sliced and sliced until there is not much left um I, you know probably uh, good moves that pool area is fantastic the pool area is yeah. sprawling it's so huge and that was always the ge- the guessing game I was, I was like, well, where was this park? I couldn't figure it out. So it's just everything. It's all the periphery. It's what's now pool, convention center, those signature suites, which are three big towers, mm-hmm. and top golf, which requires a lot of spit, you know, to any yeah. driving range, much, much less a giant one, all of that. So the, the MGM 
fun zone. <laughs> all the stuff that isn't casino and hotel rooms was all a theme park. Now it's a bunch of other stuff and more hotel rooms, and it seems more like what they uh, they need. They also changed the name of the most generic thing you've ever heard. It was then for the mm. park oh, at yeah. MGM Grand for a while. That just sounds like you don't want to be doing this no. yeah. at all, do you? You give it that name. You, yeah. you seem embarrassed by it. It's like that you... Something could be called the park at MGM Grand now, and it could be, you know, one of those food things you mentioned. Oh, uh, food hall. Yeah, yeah. yeah that could a be hotel a food. That name means nothing. Hotel called Park MGM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Those are just generic words yeah. swirled around. Um, I saw, I, I was reading, uh, saw videos where people are like, okay, I'm going to try to find remnants of MGM Grand Adventures. The remnants were... The lazy river at the pool is called the Backlot River. Hmm. Unsure if that's current. Uh, and then there is a sign in the parking garage with an arrow. And it says, like, convention center, pool, grand adventures. That so still says that there? Yeah. yeah. I don't, One I, sign. From the, the last Did, few years, this video. I actually haven't been to the MGM. Is there a lazy river at the MGM Grand Pool? Yeah. Uh-huh. At the pool, yeah. Oh. Give it a sh- yeah. Maybe I switch. You know hotels. where you're staying? Oh yeah, you have to switch. I do know. I'm it's staying. a very good pool, and it's also the home of Wet Republic, uh, which I, I would have Republic to imagine is, is yeah. one of the douchiest yeah. pool parties. One of your nasty Vegas. Yeah, it's one of my nasty ass pool parties <laughs> that I want to go to. Yeah, Wet Republic, of course. Uh, over there. Oh, maybe I got to switch hotels. So this is so it's a plus up to you because they now there's more. There's no no theme park. Well, it's a minus for you, but now but plus Douchey Vegas pool park. But, uh, but you see my you see that that I like both things. I'm excited about yeah. a lazy river, but I'm also excited about a, a group of the world's worst people getting together <laughs> in one place <laughs> in the pool to listen to loud music and drink. Yeah, <laughs> to listen to loud music you don't know <laughs> where you don't. But, it's, there's except none of my favorite songs. Except play. at the rehab pool party when I was at there at Hard Rock and they played the start of uh, Circle of Life and the crowd lost their minds. <laughs> it was so exciting. <laughs> People it were like, was? So, it was. <laughs> All of a sudden, the, the whole, uh, that came on and everyone just went nuts. And I was like, this is good. Wow. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> this is great. So yeah. So once in a while, you'll hear a now Disney look, song. I've already been wrong once in this episode. <laughs> So I don't want to be down for the count, but I'm going to challenge you on the point. This is good. It is good. It was good. <laughs> and now I know. Sure fa- I might argue. not have known about that cold air, but I know what's good and what's not good. I don't know how it wasn't even a remix. They wasn't. Even, they weren't even putting like a beat under it. It was just literally the opening of it. Which I don't know. Do you like that? I guess. I don't you wouldn't even be... say you like the start of Circle of Life? I, yeah, fine. Jason, Why you are like you the... being so accusatory? Uh, yeah. but, well, because you, you, like said, a you life. just said, this is a classic American film. I was debating it like I was in a courtroom. <laughs> like I Would was you at least agree? That you, can you not agree that the Circle of Life is good? I think I can intellectually prove that whoa, it was whoa. good. Whoa, whoa. Way down a waiter or a waitress and get a complimentary drink. You're both a little worked up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, slow down. You're not in Vegas yet. You're not, right? <laughs> We're not in Las Vegas yet. Yeah. Here, here's here's my question. Winding it down. Yeah. I think, you know, we don't we aren't very good about doing the old, uh, uh, you know, uh, burn it down for insurance money yes. scale. But I think for these Vegas ones, uh, I think we could do a Vegas specific yeah. analysis of was the right decision made here. And I think we could play by blackjack rules. <laughs> so that is, and this is, we'll do it in past tense, which will confuse mm-hmm. it. But 
uh, what should the, we know what they did, but what should the MGM Grand have done with MGM Grand Adventures? Hit, stand, <laughs> double down, or cash out. They certainly cashed out. Uh, they cashed out 40% of their chips, and then uh, then slowly all the rest. Hmm. But it's, it's kind of an interesting, actually, to, you know, hit implies put a little more muscle right. into it, just take it a little further. Stand implies don't change it whatsoever. Double down is way more, way harder. Uh, I guess individually, what is the face card you think? What what does everyone <laughs> think the face card you're seeing of this park <laughs> is? It's a it's the, the face is, of Kurt Gregorian no, saying is, I don't want to have a theme park and anymore. And what do you see in this? You're like, <laughs> this is too. It doesn't go that far. Because rules. Because if it's fifteen. Uh, if your card is it blackjack or is it five car stud we're playing here or is it hold'em which game are we playing that's also important to know before i decide to like ante what if i ante my bet or if i uh uh okay let me say this i think they were right to uh fold at the time mm-hmm. now if there was a different timeline and this is maybe kind of an okay park in 2011 2005 or something and then they last for 10 years I think because of the growing up a theme park adult audience, mm-hmm. I think a doubling down later might have made more sense, but it would have taken another 20 years to get there Yeah, for to see it uh, like an audience there that would want it. Mm-hmm. So I think they were yeah. correct to, 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 to fold them. And okay. I, I think that's a big thing in Vegas and a thing that might keep coming up with, you know, a lot of parks you need to, you need to, hold before you double you either need to double down or you need to stand uh because you need to let people get used to it and yeah building that audience but i think in vegas a town that just prints money every minute Mm. with gambling you know i Mm -hmm. i don't think they were willing to commit to like keeping this around should right. the scale really be knowing when to hold them knowing when to fold them? is that what we're discovering that okay that's a, that's a good idea but i'd also yeah. like to introduce the concept of maybe they should have bluffed which is a mm. totally different concept and they should have just kept it at the same they said we're going to do more but then didn't mm-hmm. and it's still open but in a shitty way now I'm I I don't I'm confused about how you would bluff in terms of owning and operating a theme park. <laughs> okay, maybe that doesn't was not one to one, but in the in the fun poker way, I think it kind of makes sense. Well, if we're adding if we're breaking the rules and adding more that were not on my list, then yeah. I think they should have flipped over the table, okay. sending all the cards and chips flying everywhere. That's good too. And then run away. Yeah. That's kind of what they did. That, like it is yes, what they did. That is what they did, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, then somebody had to clean up their mess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they should have... I think it's... You doubled... I think you quintupled down and just way, way more Garner Holt yeah. animatronics. Yeah. Do, Scary King Louis. Louis, <laughs> Louis Jr.'s animatronics bursting out of every... And, of course, an animatronic Kenny Rogers. Oh, my God. That would have been the greatest. Just in don't the, mind me roasting in here. He puts, <laughs> pops out of the window every once in a while. <laughs> uh, uh, do kids go like do people bring kids to Vegas in this day and age? I, I don't know. Here I've and there a little bit, but the like not a years, lot, every right? now and then. I bet a little and probably there's stuff you can do. 
Yeah, it's I mean, probably more like you're you're vaguely local, but I'm, do you really take like a big trip? But even my my trip was like a couple of nights on the way to you know elsewhere in the southwest, right? So maybe it's that. I think there's stuff to do if you're going elsewhere, but I don't know if you do like. Uh, a lot of them still have pretty big arcades. You know, a lot of True. the outskirts casinos. I think a lot of them are have good arcades. Ca- yeah, catering to the local crowds have the, like, all-inclusive casino resorts with, like, a- an IMAX screen and a regal theater and a bowling alley and an arcade and, mm, like... Sure. So that's all plenty. So, yeah. so somewhat. Somewhat. But... So if we see a kid, we shouldn't call the police. <laughs> okay. Yes. We don't need to be worried about Got them. it. Noted. <laughs> okay. Unless it's like an Oliver Twist or Dodger pocket. pocket. Oh yeah. yeah. Then call the police. <laughs> and then get get your phone out because otherwise, if you aren't holding it, he's going to take it. But if they're charismatic enough, I might join their little gang because <laughs> 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 they'll consider consider myself consider one of them. Self. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's they right. need a tall guy. They, they everyone is onto their trick of two or three of them in a big trench. Hello, I can't believe you're over thirty. <laughs> I thought you were so spry and youthful, y'all. Look at your joints; they're working well. <laughs> your hair—it's brown. <laughs> your Bright enthusiasm brown. about circular life at a pool party convinces me you're the most youthful youthful boy there is i thought you were billy eilish's other brother i thought it was billy and phineas and you <laughs> meanwhile my p- pockets have been thoroughly picked <laughs> they found your weakness yeah. being complimented oh, thank you. on your oh, thank youth you so by much. children oh that's kind of you to say they finally fully sliced your achilles and your weak spot oh why'd you have to do that <laughs> You stole from me already. Hey, you're not going to catch us, big boy. (laughs) (laughs) You look like you're 55 in reality. Oh, fuck you, Oliver Twist. (laughs) The deepest cut of all. Uh, All right, well, watch out for pickpocket kids. We got to, you know, uh, we got to get on our game here because we're on the way. But we've we've at least kicked off the trip here with this. (laughs) You survived podcast the ride Sin City Nights. I'm so happy we're in it. Yeah. Uh, lots of fun stuff to talk about here. What do you got? In the, I just have you a, uh, you can get a, one of the pieces of merch, which was the King Louis plush. Mm. Wow. Um, and this is on eBay for 10 bucks. It looks like a large head. Mm, is it a large it? head, tiny body? Did I just not see it good enough? I think he looks, I mean, he's got certainly a big head, but I don't know that it looks like. Let's bet on how big bobble. it is. Maybe I can catch uh, him. Maybe I can, maybe I can get one right <laughs> okay. at the end here. We can even up. That the important rule of gambling. <laughs> you stick around long enough, you can win it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's somewhere in Kenny Rogers' lyrics, isn't it? That's right. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, uh, keep up with PTR Sin City Nights on the socials at Podcast The Ride. Uh, we've got a... Uh, <laughs> yes, what? <laughs> uh, I just got popped up ad for uh, some bootlegged uh, um, Dr. Evil and Mini-Me <laughs> figures. pop-up ad? Like, well, uh, like it you just need popped to up as a thing an item you should see. That wasn't a pop-up ad. Uh, Mike, you should yeah. see this. <laughs> well, I do want to see it. Yeah. We hear you talking about being concerned that you're not youthful enough. To, uh, well, Will to, a couple of Dr. Evil <laughs> and Mini-Me action figures fix that? Two grand for these. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> 
for <laughs> Professor can... Sinister and Little Guy? <laughs> by hundreds and hundreds of, uh, of Louis the Lions for that. That's true, yeah. Uh, okay, we've got a month's worth of Sin City episodes here on the main strip. Bonus episodes on Podcast the Ride, the Fremont Gate <laughs> at uh, uh, patreon.com slash podcast the ride. The next episode of the series will be on the High Roller Tier Club 3. Mm. Uh, and uh, that, as as mentioned, is selected by the Club 3 audience. Uh, a little more MGM Grand, uh, the 1990s Wizard of Oz theming and walkthrough at the MGM Grand and maybe some other peripheral MGM Grand stuff. So uh, join Club 3 if you want to hear that um but otherwise i think we're wrapping it up so i guess i'll say cut no not that kind of cut (laughs) forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced by mike carlson jason sheridan scott gardner brett boehm joe cilio and alex ramsey For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.